Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. No, no, you don't stop outside of Gainesville. <laughs> so the first one I get to, uh, and I know because like I've been to like these rest stops and stuff before. Yeah. So like it says, uh, <sighs> normally they say like nighttime security or something like that. Yeah. So the first one I pull up to doesn't say nighttime security and i'm like i'm just really tired like i need to go to sleep um how do i turn this there we go hold up tv turned on uh i'm like man i just need to like pull over and go to sleep it's like going on like 1 30 in the morning almost i pull in there is one semi in like the 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 truck parking mm-hmm. there's like three or four like just old kind of beat up looking cars and one street light get out go now <laughs> leave like, don't stay i was like nope we're going <laughs> you, you don't stop like, outside of gainesville i know this it. so i went to the next one i was like i gotta stop at the next one that says nighttime so the next one said nighttime security I pull in and it's like a party. <laughs> like it is trucks everywhere. Uh-huh. Like it just goes car space, car space, car <laughs> space. <laughs> you know. But uh yeah, I got there, I parked, went to the bathroom, got in the, the backseat of the truck, and I'm very, very, very thankful for my height. At that that time, I was very thankful that I was short because I could almost stretch out completely in the back seat of the the truck. Um, I cracked the window because I didn't want to like fog up the inside of the car and like you know people walk by and think like something's going on in there, whatever. Uh, it was a mistake because it had to have been. I think it was colder that night in Florida than it was mm-hmm. the entire time we were in Knoxville. It was colder in Miami than it was in Lexington this week. It was crazy. I was in shorts this week, this weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in Charlotte, like I didn't even want to like walk outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We interrupt this program to bring you a special bulletin. You're listening to BTW. Get Dad 17. You're listening to BTW. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW. I am Dino. Good luck and get good. 
You're listening to BTW, and we're going to drop some PvP knowledge. I'm AstroZombie954. And we're going to drop some PvP knowledge. You're listening to BTW. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW. And we're going to drop some PvP knowledge on all you suckers. Yeah, we all froze in Charlotte for sure. Yeah. So I, I froze while I slept, but I woke up, uh, slept pretty well, and then had like four and a half hours left of the drive. So it was nice. But man, that was, I was like, uh, I was like, please just let me get there. Let me get to the turnpike. <laughs> yeah, the stops off the turnpike are nice. They are. They're very nice. Uh, except for uh, the food. Um, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this is now the second. So the first did did we did I tell you about the uh, the Burger King incident when me and uh, Dino were driving up for Orlando? No. Okay, so it's it's common fact that McDonald's is my favorite restaurant. Like I love McDonald's, right? I know you shake your head every time I say it, but it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's like my go-to fast food place for burgers outside of like, like I consider like Sonic and like some of those places that have a little higher quality uh, outside of the fast food, even though it's fast food, it's like just like a step above, you know? Okay. Okay. It's like, okay. If that's, if that's your rubric now, I won't give you as hard of a time about McDonald's. Yeah. So like you still get a hard time, even like, as uh, Hardee's Hardee's has like a better quality burger. Wendy's has a better quality burger. Oh, hold on. (laughs) So we pull over and the only thing at this rest stop was a Dunkin' Donuts. Um, it was like a Earl of Sandwich or something like that. Yeah. And a Burger King. And I was like, well, I really don't want anything from Dunkin' Donuts. And the Earl of Sandwich didn't look like it was open. And I've never eaten there. So it's just like, I don't know if I could like, it wasn't something. It looked like subs and it didn't look like something I could eat while I was driving. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was like, fine, I guess I'll get a uh, Burger King. So I just ordered a cheeseburger and fries. Okay? Okay. It was like the Mc, it's like Ronald McDonald came down and just cursed my food. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like you traitor. <laughs> now you'll see why you eat McDonald's. And you can ask Dino. The bread, I went to take a bite and it felt like I was biting into playing cards. Oh, I hate when they've got, you got a stale bun. You could knock yep. on the bottom of on the yeah, bread. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Yep. So you uh, had Burger King's, what you're saying. Yeah, so I had Burger King. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then uh, I, the, the first stop, stop, they had Wendy's. So I was like, oh, so maybe this is a little better. And they have like these pretzel buns that they were Oh, don't get the pretzel bun at Wendy's. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I make that mistake about once a year, and then I'm like, wait a second. It's Wendy's the meat is better than McDonald's. It has better quality meat. 
It was it was definitely thicker. It mm-hmm. was a it was a lot greasier than McDonald's though. Oh, then you just got a bad Wendy's. Um, but <laughs> I took a bite. And everything just flew out the bottom of the sandwich into the wrapper, and I was just like, "Damn, you Ronald!" Okay, I'll never cheat on you again. So, no, that, uh, I would like to see that. Oh man, I'm so, alive. You sort are of, alive, man. How are you feeling? Like 99 percent, dude. Okay, I've had COVID twice. I've only ever had the flu once in my life when that was it. Uh, No, 10 out of 10, do not recommend. Damn, (laughs) dude. And I didn't even have a bad case of it. Like, I didn't have a fever or, like, body aches, really. Oh, like, when I had it and almost died? Yeah. (laughs) No. But I I slept about 19 straight hours. Damn. Other than, like, a three-hour period in, like, just randomly getting up to take medicine and then going back to bed. Yeah. Slept, like, 19 straight hours. It's, you can't do anything else. Like, your body literally won't let you do anything else. Oh, what was worse? I, I had Tamiflu. And I, my, me and the wife kind of thinks it may have been a reaction to it. But about an hour after I took Tamiflu, I literally started doing, like, full body convulsions. And they couldn't, nothing I could do to make them. So all I could do was go to sleep. What? Yeah. N- didn't have that reaction anymore thereafter. But that first night, and I don't know if it was a symptom of the flu or the medication, but, like, literally, I had full body shake. Like, I sent you guys a message. It took me 12 times of retyping that message just to make it legible because my hand wouldn't stop, like, moving was it, across. Was my it hand. your whole body? Like, were you, like, sh- just shaking? Yes, the whole body was shaking. Were you cold? Like, no, was it, I was actually, was it yeah, different than shivering? If, no, if, uh, I was not cold at all. It wasn't Mrs. running a fever either. Yeah, if Mrs. Wildcat wasn't a nurse, I would have been like, maybe you were just like your fever spiked, but no fever. If, if she was concerned. Yes. Thank like, God yeah. she's a nurse. <laughs> like, <laughs> holy shit, dude. Like, but I'm alive. Oh I didn't get to go to Knoxville. I, I was so freaking bummed. Yeah. Like, I felt it was one of those things like I felt good enough I probably could have went, but I was still been contagious. And I just got done with the super spreader event to get the flu. I didn't want to <sighs> cause another one. We appreciate it, but you're we welcome. Did, we did miss you. You were yeah. missed. I, I know your first round, round opponent one. missed you. No, I, know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I wasn't even there and got a win, though. I know. <laughs> How did that happen? I, I wasn't even there, and I finished better than Astro ever has at a Pokemon Go tournament. No, I've had one win. I've had one round win. Uh, you would have. No. If I didn't... <laughs> I didn't have to take vengeance out on a Arceus Regigigas deck. Uh, you would have had more wins than I would have in Knoxville because Knoxville was an absolute shit show for me. You notice I didn't ask because I looked. I, I I finally figured out how to like look up your and I saw it and I'm like, nope. Yeah, I'm, when, I'm you, when you were like, yo, what's the update? I'm like. I can't even type this in, man. Like, I don't even want to ask Astro, like, how your date's going. After you didn't respond, I looked it up because I figured it was kind of one of those, it's that bad. I had to, uh, I had to apologize, like, on Sunday to, uh, Macho Man because, like, I was just, so first of all, like, I'm going to just make this in general apology to anyone who comes to an event where I'm there, um, on Saturday when I'm competing, I get in like competitive mode. 
Uh, and I tend to be a lot less talkative. Um, and when I lose, like, this was not the way it was in Go. <laughs> like, I don't know why when I lose playing TCG, I'm so much angrier <laughs> than... <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> what so did you What did you get? What did you get? I'm so proud of you, man. Uh, I had a quesadilla, chicken quesadilla, and a beefy five layer burrito with no oh, sour cream. Oh, that's it. That's what's gonna get you. A beefy five layer burrito. That, that, uh... So I'm just waiting for when I don't get to the mute button to just let a big burp out into the mic for Matthew to deal with. Oh, I thought you were needing me to pause the uh, the podcast. No, I'm, I'm good. Break. I'm good right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But the gas, is, but my, the tummy's bubbled. Yeah. Gotcha. We got a wing stop twice while we were. Oh in, my god! In so fired though. It was so good, but man, I I, yeah. I could have cleared out. <laughs> out of room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when Matthew's going to put it into the show or if it's part of the interview. How, how, how'd the last hour go, you guys? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, oh, well, before before we talk about it, let me finish my apology. Oh, yeah. I get into, like, gamer mode. I don't know why TCG does this to me. Like, losses, like, I take very hard, especially when it's, like, something. More so when it's, like, I brick. Like, where I lose, where I didn't even get to, like, actually play the game. You know, like those kind of losses suck. When you lose via RPS and it's just, it feels bad. That, exactly. Yep. Where it's like, no matter what you did, you were going to lose that 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 battle. Like, that's it. That's how it, it You know, feels. like Onion Frank tried to do to his opponents all week. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, uh, you know, if you come to like Orlando or something like that, if I'm not super talkative on Saturday, it's just because I'm in my game mode. But Sunday, if I don't make day two, you'll get more of like the regular Astro that you that you normally. Hear. However, if he's very talkative on Saturday, it means he's making day two. So now's the time <laughs> to really get your <laughs> get in, talk to him, hang or, out. <laughs> or I've had multiple drinks inside <laughs> my body. <laughs> Drowned your sorrows. Yes. Uh, um, what was the question? <laughs> how, how, how'd the last hour go? I don't know when oh. Matthew's going to put it in, or you know, if I'm just yeah. teasing it for a different thing or what here. But. Uh, it's going to be its own separate episode. It was, it was like close to an hour, so I don't want to add an extra hour onto whatever, however long this show is. Uh, but we did what I'm calling the TCG Getting Good series or Getting Good audio series um because like i said in in the episode we're not good enough to do like a a tcg getting good video uh so we're doing an audio version where we're going to try and get um some well-known either content creators tcg players um things like that to come on and talk about you know the game you know how they got into the game give them some background and then also like some questions, you know, best practices, uh, tips, you know, their view on certain things like coaching and just the game in general. Uh, so we did our first episode with my, my my personal favorite content creator for for 
TCG. He's actually probably one of my favorite content creators in general, um, just because of his outlook on life. Like, it's just a very, like, let's have fun, like, you know, whatever. Uh, so we got got to interview Andrew Mahone, uh, or as he goes, you know, on online as Tricky Jim. Um, it was it was good. It was about an hour long, and it was it was fun. It was it was a lot of fun. Was, I'm very excited for that to come out, and um, if he, I'm very excited for that to come out because I, I want to hear more. I, I, I was sitting here, I was like, well, I was like, oh, God, I wonder how it's going. I, I'm, <laughs> but I didn't want to be part of that interview because I'm not in the space enough to really add enough value. And this way, I get to just listen and you know be the audience. Yeah. And he's like extremely entertaining. Like he's he's just a very entertaining guy, and uh, it was just it was a lot of fun. So, yeah. Um, so, I see Knoxville didn't go well for you two, but it went it went decent for one of our Discord members. In the TCG side. In the TCG side. Oh yeah, man, B Rich crushed it. Um, yes, I don't, Russia. I don't know. Yes. What we call, he told us to call him B-Rich. B-Rich. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I see his name on, on the leader, like, actually here. Yeah, like yeah. 64th. 64th with Zarni. Yeah. Yep. 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 Like, My man killed job, it. Good job, like, Brandon. Good job, it. dude. Definitely was exciting to, to hear, <laughs> like, check in and just, dude, how are you doing? And just, like, dude's face lit up, man. Yep. Like, he, he was so... As he should be, so proud. Or he'd walk by and just give us the thumbs yeah, up, like a real big thumbs smile, up. thumbs up. Yeah. And we're like, so All proud right. of him, man. That was, that was awesome to hear. That 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 made me happy to hear too, because I know we we've kind of lit a fire in the TCG space in the Discord, and we've got more people playing than we've ever had, and actually competing. Yeah, and yeah. I, I would love one of you guys to make it, but to have one of our, it's very similar to anybody else. Like I would love to make the top cut and stuff, but you know, well, here's a little preview half the top cuts in our discord server for go guess what that made me happier than if i would have made top cut myself yeah yeah like seeing the people in our discord succeed makes me so much happier than doing it myself let's start with go on this podcast because i think like that (laughs) needs to be addressed first because we did have uh team btw sort of like in full force at this event also there was some interesting things that happened during that, uh, that <laughs> event on stream and off stream. Uh, That's very true. With some of the, the judging calls and interesting things. Well, let, let's first talk. I don't know if you guys saw this. So there was 155 people registered for go. Yeah, oh. we know why. We know why <laughs> <laughs> we heard, but we didn't get the kicker. No, because how many people dropped <laughs> or did it show up? 27. Yep. Which meant we were two people short of the kicker. Yeah. Do you know I, do you know why there yes, was that? I, I'm, get, I'm getting there slowly. <laughs> so I apologize to anyone that was needing that kicker for me not being like I had all plans on being there. I was just sick. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was too late for me to officially drop out. I think you counted. You did count because oh, you I got did? the buy win. Yeah. Yep. Because you got the buy. Oh, and then that. you got and then you got round two. So you technically got a win, so you were there. So you um, counted. <laughs> but they quit selling spectator passes for some reason, which meant a lot of people that live in the area that wanted to just come and hang out and check out the event 
bought passes and didn't even attempt to play. In day two's defense, it was packed. Yeah. Like, it was like you walking around, you were like, you know, getting it was a it was a smaller place and it was filled. From what I'm hearing, it may be the last time Knoxville gets it because of the size of the venue. Definitely. Which kind of sucks because Knoxville's a very easy drive for me. It was a, gr- to be honest, oh, it, was- it was a great, like, weekend convention. Uh, like, yeah. from. Oh, I said this. I said, th- we're going to go on. I'm going to have a rant on this. So I might as well just kick it off right now. Okay. <clears throat> I have now attended multiple regionals. All of them, except for this one, were, were hosted by Overload. So my experience outside of NAIC, the very first time we ever went, has only been what Overload produces. Good God, does day two make Overload look like an elementary school? Yep. Dude, I heard everyone talking about the side events, like how amazing and different they were and how many. And It's 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 not even side events. Take side events out entirely. Just, just how it's run. Getting through the line. Yep. Like, we showed up. We showed up pretty much at the exact same time we showed up to uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. And in Charlotte, we waited in a line that Half wrapped around most of the convention center just to get registered. Like, we walked in, there was a line, and it was just like, boom, 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 boom. Like... Even the line to get down, like, because you got to go down the escalator to get into the venue. Like, even that whole system was just quick and smooth. Like, everything in there was smooth. Like, it just was, it was so incredibly well run. Yes, everything is a little more expensive than if you only have attended Overload events. So, like, uh, I did the GLC side event on Sunday. It was two side event tickets for overload it was four side event tickets for day day two but once you start realizing the quality of service that you're getting with day two like and your pricing is way better yeah um like you're pricing at side events not like the general like the pokemon they can't change that stuff um but just the general atmosphere of everything like you can understand why you pay a little extra for those kind of things. And if if someone from Overload is listening to our show, s- step that up, man. Because, <laughs> ooh, like, they put them to shame. Like, that was, it was just an awesome, awesome regional. The now lunch just break. Me more side. The lunch side. break was so clutch. Yeah, tell me how, tell me how day two can have a lunch break and finish the exact same time as Overload, who doesn't have a lunch break. It actually finished earlier than, yeah, actually than Overload. <laughs> I'm still going, how the hell did that happen? Was there, more com- was there less competitors? There was less competitors. But, is the sa- but that didn't matter. It was the same amount of rounds. The same rounds, yep. same time duration, yep. and it ended earlier than Overload with an hour and 15 minute lunch break. See, other than NAIC, all that I've attended has been day two. 
Like I went to Fort Wayne, and that was day two. Yeah, oh, that's right. Because you didn't come to Charlotte. You didn't come to Orlando. Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't. I'm looking at Indy, but there's some other things in the personal life that I have to get figured out before I can commit to coming to Indy. Yeah. But that's, well, I'm, I'm hoping maybe to go up to Indy this year. We'll see. When is Indy? Uh, May 2nd and 3rd, I want to say, or 3rd and 4th or something of like that. It's that first weekend in May, whatever that first weekend is. If if Wildcat goes to Indy in May, maybe Astro will fly up there. It's definitely not going to drive there. <laughs> Please don't. No. Matthew can drive. It's it only was six still, hours for Matthew. It was still yeah. better to drive than it was to fly. <laughs> the flying spirit. <laughs> Daniel got home before you did. <laughs> <laughs> Dino got home at the same time I stopped to pull over in Florida to go to sleep. <laughs> so, who but, knows what happened there? Yeah, so we had, twi- count them, 20 people, technically 19, but we're, we're Mama Fitzy's part of BTW. We, we, yeah. All the Fitzy clans. They're, they're, yeah. So we had 20 Discord members competing this weekend. In a hundred, we're going to call it a hundred and twenty-six person bracket because we know what actually was competing. <laughs> like a proud mama bear. Eight of the top of the day two was in our Discord. Half of day two was in our Discord, yep. including the two grand finalists in Dunebug and Magic Mason. Yep. Dude. And these are people that are willing to help other people in the Discord. Lyle's, Cloach Blob, Pocket's a member's coach now. Because Lyle's like, hey, you want to help out? And he's like, sure, I would love to help others get better. Yeah, I did see him. I did see him giving yeah. some strats, some advice. Yeah, like he was sitting, sitting, listening in the airport, waiting or driving or whatever. I don't know how he was getting home. Couldn't be on voice, but was chatting and, t- and giving out yep. extra strats. Like. These are the people in our Discord that actually want to help everyone. So if you want to get better, little self-promotion, we have the people to help you. Yeah. Uh, and, and we had another, I think, three that were just shy of making day two. Like, that's freaking insane. But did you guys watch any of the stream at all for Go? We watched it live. <laughs> on day one. Oh, no, on day no, one? No, 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 no. No. Oh boy! You remember Salt Lake City last year when there were single moved Pokemon and not Pokemon up to level fifteen hundred? That or made it on stream or just on stream? Yeah. Oh no, I uh, didn't know that. That it made it on stream. Yeah, yeah, it was that bad again. Oh no! Oh gosh! Like I mean, it, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't quite that bad, but it was that bad. Like it just felt awful. Um, but after about four rounds, they finally started getting into real battles and it went mostly smooth until day two. And I'm just going to say Valor Ash got screwed. Yeah. And let's be frankly honest, Blob needed to take up for himself and get a, a, a rematch as well. Even though it was one of those things like he, he, he's like, I would have lost no matter what. And yeah, he would have magic Mason beat him. Mason had him dead. But the way the rule states, if there's an issue, regardless of what the outcome would have been, you play a rematch. Yep. Unless you're on the floor. 
and your name is Dino B T W X Dino. <laughs> oh, did he have an, a, a controversial review? Oh, so you didn't? You haven't heard about this? No. So uh, I'm sure he doesn't care that we talk about it. So, um, you know how Go is doing this new thing where you have to uh, put your moves on on a on a team sheet. Now you have open team sheets. Well, I guess when Dino entered his team in Friday night, RK9 did not... He used the, the same team he used, I think, for the challenge on Friday and just changed the moveset or something or just copied and pasted. But it gave his lantern, I believe it was Spark. No, it gave it Water Gun when oh. he needed Spark. Yes, and in his original registration, it was Spark. So he goes through the round. Oh, he got a and game. And he throws out a lantern, and it's Water Gun. So he and wins, but he wins. He wins the match. He gets the loss because of improper move. But he still got the win. Yes. <laughs> that's what yeah, that, that is that, that look all made. <laughs> that, <laughs> that look our listeners can't loss. see this that nope. look sums it up <laughs> they gave him a one round loss okay yes it should only be a one round loss but he should he won two to one right but yeah. they gave him the win with the wrong move and went straight to game three which he ended up winning yeah that 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 should be Oh no! Oh no. yeah! Oh no! Yeah, he should have got. He should have got the loss in game one, and then played game two and game, game three. Two. Yep. So instead of going to game two, like they should have with with Dino down one game, yeah, they just went to game three, gave him wow. the win, and they said, "I don't know did, what did they say? Like he would have won regardless of the fast move or something." I don't, I don't know. know how they I don't even know how they yeah. justified what they did. Who and it was against somebody. Was it Beach? Beach. Yeah. Like it was somebody who knew like it wasn't like, you know, whatever. Um and in all fairness, like I mean, he came back in in the third game and and won. So yeah. uh but I just so seen a lot of inconsistencies there. That's how it all started, right? So this is day one. So, so and day one. Let, let's talk day about two. day one usage before we move on to day two and what happened on stream day two. Aster, read the day one usage starting at the bottom and working your way up because okay. I want to confuse you. <clears throat> Here we go. Manda Buzz was at thirteen point five percent. My boy Cresselia or my girl Cresselia. Cresselia's. Gen- genderless genderless or Cresselia uh 16.7% uh Reggie I'm guessing that's Reggie Steele uh at 18.3% Dugong 23.8 Lance I'm sorry Cresselia is a female only species okay that's what I thought yeah some it of the was... legendaries are genderless some are not I had to look it up to make sure okay see got that one uh lantern 32.5 no 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 you, you, opposite well, opposite dugong's 21.4 lantern's 23.8 23.8 there you go 
See, I'm going backwards, so like <laughs> I know that's, what, that's why we're here. We got you for the support, homie. We got you. Uh, Azumarill, thirty-two point five. Skarmory, thirty-six point five. Chargebug, thirty-six point five. Annihilate, thirty-nine point seven. Wishcash, forty point five. Lickitung, forty-seven point six. And Gligar at fifty percent. Astro, haven't you been on Mandy Cresselia for a while? Look at that! Look, the world's catching up to you, buddy. Tell I've been I've been preaching. You see, I'm just. But like, if you quit, don't coach. stop trying to make Blissey good. I'm going to fly to <laughs> Florida. <laughs> so you thought you guys escaped? You didn't think I was going to listen? <laughs> You'll never leave us alone for an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now you know why I was like, we got to do this after the interview tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was waiting to drop that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, they won. Early matches were bad. They were hard to watch. Like, very, very bad plays. And, like, even the cash was like, you could just hear them straight in just to try not to call out all the mistakes that was happening. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, that's um, not optimal timing in there. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> that would be me on stage. So that's, yeah, that's, that would be exactly if I ever got pulled. Be like, that's stage. a uh, interesting, interesting safe swap. But let's be honest here: four turn moves into three turn moves are the hardest thing in the world to time correctly. It's just, and then you throw in the five turns with Talonflame, and it's oh, everything's awkward at that point. But you know, I digress there. So going into day two. It was a good feel. I mean, this day two feel, dude. Is this the best day two as far as names and skill level we've had in a while? There was, I think, there was a few people and that I didn't know that like went pretty far, and I liked seeing that. Yeah, but you had like awesome Evie. Yep. You, uh, you, you, Yukosa, Yukusa. Uh, is. Zuku, Zuku, and Rockhaven were kind of your three unknowns. Zoku, yeah. I think. Zoku, okay. We're kind of your three, and everyone else is people that you've seen either on stream and their own personal Twitch streams, or on stage constantly. And the three that, that those three aren't nobodies. Zoku was top um, cut last season, I think, in Peoria. Rockhaven, I think, top cut last season. I think Awesome Evie's top cut. Or I think this may have been his first ever tournament. Like, these are great battlers. And then you throw in there, you know, Onion Frank and Lyles and Rise and Dune and Pocket and Auburn. This tournament was stacked. I will say I agree. It was stacked. And I also have to say that the Rise to Occasion versus Zuaku's match was... <laughs> The best, and I, I I did rewatch the other. No, no, no. I did rewatch this other one that that you'll mention too. This one took the cake for me. It was the best game of Go I or I've ever seen in my life, and it was so hype watching it. Like the crowd went bananas. Yeah, it was good. I was. I still think the Fort Wayne Arrow Dune was. This much better. See, it was good, but I think it was only good because of the catch. Like the the predicting the catch. Yeah. This was this was 
outplaying it was like a master class in proper move timing and energy management to get out of a losing matchup mhm like when when the when the game first started like me a couple other people were like i don't see how rise can pull this out and oh yeah it, i mean it, I, he looked like he was down hard and out and just watching him put on a clinic in how the game masterfully is played was just like inspiring to watch. Like you're just watching art happening at that point. True. Very much true. But all the games day two was great. But the one, the one I want to talk about <sighs> Valor Ash. God did dirty. Again, awesome Evie. Lost three full turns. The replay booth literally slowed it down and counted it. They're like, half second there, half second there. Ha-. He's lost four turns worth of energy now. There's no way that they're this far out of desync. No rematch. The outcome yeah. would have not been affected by the change. Which, I'm sorry, you, you don't know their IVs. You can't say that. That was hard to hear. That was like, really, really hard to the hear. The way the rule's written, they're not supposed to be able to make judgment calls like that. Yeah, they're not. It's supposed to be a replay. <laughs> I, I definitely think that needs to be addressed by play. I'm not trying to go on this whole, like, where we ended up last year in San Antonio. We're not going back there. But, or, or I'm sorry, Arlington last year. Right. With all the content. We're, I'm not trying to start that. That one was just hard to watch because it was very clear. And it's also much more clear because with the way they're doing the replays now, they're yeah. able to slow those replays down. And you could literally see the stutter in the animation. Yeah. You could even like hear the confusion in the casters. Yeah. Like voices when it wasn't replayed. Yep. And like, dude, sitting in the audience, we, we, we dude, man, like <laughs> when we heard that ruling, we were like, excuse me. <laughs> like, holy shit. But so we're we're sitting here, you know, great play. I hate that that overshadowed a lot of what happened. It did, yeah. Because the rest of the plays were brilliant. Mm-hmm. Or RPS, somebody. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you, you go in, you see Dune just playing out of his mind again. Yep. Keep in mind, Dune's the only person to ever lose round one and win a tournament. He took a single match loss, a single game loss, the entire tournament. He went 18 and one. The man's insane. With a Did team you- of Annihilate, second straight straight regional ter- championship for Annihilate, Charge a Bug, Shadow Gligar, Licky Tongue, Skarmory, Wishcash. Shadow Wishcash. Shadow Wishcash. And here's the thing if you look at that team, there's a really good core breaker to that. Dugong. Dugong really is hard on that lineup. Because it, it neutralizes Gligar. It neutralizes Wishcast. It neutralizes Skarmory. It does well into um, Licky Tongue. And it actually doesn't do bad into Annihilate. If you're up one Ice Shard, you can beat Annihilate. But my man, 
We're just going to call him Boosty McGee. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> we, it me doesn't Kyle, matter. Me and uh, me and Kyle Thoreau were trying to come up with nicknames for him. Like I was uh, like, "Yo, Double Boost Dune." Like, <laughs> like, literally, I think it was in in winners finals. Double just took out an entire like what he he has annihilated nearly three v one v three the entire other team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it almost happened again in the in the final series with Magic Mason. Like just absolutely bonkers how well Doom played all week. Uh clinching his second regional championship. Day two, the, the usage kind of, I won't I won't be mean to you this time in Astro, I'll read it for you. Tell me if anything jumps out here. Shadow Gligar at seventy five percent. Licky Tongue at 68.8, Annihilate at 43.8, Wishcash 43.8, Skarmory 43.8, Charge of Buck 37.5, Azu 31.3, Shadow Wishcast, Reggie, and Dugong all at 25% usage, Shadow Dragonair 18.8, and Talonflame at 12.5 for day two. Hmm. What's jumping out at you there? Uh, well, the Talonflame is interesting. Um, I don't, I don't feel like Shadow Dragonair is that surprising because I know it's been used quite often this season. Um, the Shadow Wishcash is a little weird to me. I, first of all, I didn't know that there was Shadow <laughs> Wishcash to begin with, <laughs> but what is weird to me is I have been told on multiple, multiple occasions by multiple people that high or low attack, high defense Pokemon as Shadow are not good, are generally not good. That's why no one flipped out over Basti, stuff like that. Is Wishcash the outlier? I think Scald is what makes Wishcash the outlier. Scald is just so freaking good. Also, Wishcash does not actually have a high defense stat. We think of Wishcash as a bulky boy. It's HP. It's got 178 HP. Its attack and defense is exactly the same, actually, at 107. So it is a prime candidate to actually do well. Hmm. Okay. Very similar to when we get, I think, is it, is it Licky that has just a crazy high? Yeah, when we get Shadow Licky, it's also going to be one of those outliers. Because it's not its defense stat that's so crazy. It's got 183 HP or hmm. stamina. Okay. It still has a high defense stat at 126 as well. But, like, if you don't have 360 Licky XL candy, you might want to consider saving them. Because eventually we'll get Shadow Licky. And it could be good. But yeah, yeah just looking at that, the, the thing that jumps out at me, after how poorly Annihilate performed in Charlotte, for it to jump up this quickly in the rankings and be the dominant counter user. I like I think there was two non-Annihilate counter users in the rest of the top 16. There was a Vigoroth and a Polyrath. Do you think that's, that's just because it. people have gotten the extra time to use it? Yeah. But, 
you know, heading into day two, I don't know if you guys got to hear a lot of the hype and things they were building up. The big storyline was Lyle's Jeff going for his back-to-back regional wins. Well, that was the end of day one. That was the big storyline. Yeah. Because no one's ever won back-to-back regionals. And then we show up for day two, and guess what? They had to change the storyline. Because he got beat to the punch. Because we weren't the only regional happen this weekend. Our friends down under in Melbourne had their regional as well. Mm -hmm. And guess what happened there? Jakobovic just went on another tear and became back-to-back regional champions for his region. He won Brisbane and Melbourne. So after all the hype they were building day one heading into morning to hype up that, you know, the chance of Lyles repeating and all this they had to come in day two. It was like, well, I mean, we mean North America, which I just thought was hilarious, <laughs> but big congratulations, Yoko Bervich. Um And, and honestly, a listen to this top six. Yakovovich, Triple Crit, Rocket Claire, AV Rip, Rick Flareon, Valent Vish, and a core. Damn, Top that's seven. stacked, actually. That is a sack fill, and it has no promotion steal. And it, how many people were competing? It is still a smaller tournament. It is smaller, but it's still 49 people. Yeah. I just don't... I don't see... them... Like over a North American regional, like it doesn't. I, it wouldn't be over though. There's no overlapping time in the two the two broadcast time frames. Like that's the pro, that that's that's where I, I I push back on it. There it isn't a a time issue because there's no time period where you got where it would be overlapping because of the time difference. It's a resource difference. It's a resource oh. issue, and I, I, I get that. I get that, but th- those are seven of the best battlers in the world in the top cut. We des- They deserve to be able to be featured. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree with that. I think, like, the, the compromise should be, like, the, the Pokemon company should allow, like, a grassroots streaming yeah. thing, like they have done in the past. I think that's a fair thing. Yeah. But I do also, unfortunately, want to say, like, those events like from a number standpoint aren't necessarily something that they are looking to invest in until they are probably higher and it, i mean it's not just go that's getting shafted on that yeah, i mean it's, it's the tcg is the vgc yeah. so you know unfortunately like that's the way that that it is there i still do think they need to bring back OCIC. Like the fact that they took oh. that away as like a major tournament is kind of bullshit. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like a numbers thing. And like yeah. with OCIC being, being gone, that's, that's a really big blow to, to that community that deserves it. Um, I do think though, that them lowering the championship points was a good idea. Like, 100% had to happen. Yes. I also will say, guess what? They're getting locals, finally. I know. That's a huge announcement. I was very happy to see that. 
it still is. I talked to, I think it was Carterson about this. It's still a long way for them actually being up and running because you still have to find the card shops willing to host it. Yeah. But it's a start. It's a step in the right direction. I, they are amazing battlers in uh, Australia, New Zealand. And to be frankly honest, I would love to see just as much out of our um, Japan, Singapore, those battlers getting some online stream. Even if I couldn't understand a word being said because they want to stream in native languages, I would still love to see that because the meta is different there. Yeah. And it's also about watching the battles. Like you don't need to like understand what like yeah. they're saying per se versus just like you could you could actually like pick up and interpret what's happening. You have people the recasting screen. too. For Constant. sure. Yeah. Yeah. But Yakovovich, Obama Snow, Charge Bug, Shadow Gligar, Licky Tongue, Pelipper, and Shadow Wishcash. Pelipper, huh? That's Pelipper <laughs> Obama Snow Core, baby. Oh, you listen to that team. What's one Pokemon you don't think that team would want to see very much? That it has four thing, four, four weaknesses to one Pokemon. Wait, repeat the four. You have Pelipper, Obama Snow, Licky, Licky, and Chargebug. All have weaknesses to one Pokemon. Not necessarily direct weaknesses, but bad losses to one Pokemon. Is it Bastiodon? Guess who he pl- guess what he played in, in, in the, the grand finals? Did he play a Basti? He played a Basti in the grand finals and oh still won. God. He played Annihilate, Azu, Basti, Chargebug, Gligar, Shadow, and Licky Tongue, and still managed to win. I need to see this battle. I need to know what happened. Welcome back, buddy. Are well, you back? I'm back. Okay. What happened? <laughs> Mrs. Astro, what happened? <laughs> Um, I unfortunately made my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate me. No, no, no. It's but totally it's fine. fine. It's, it's, it's totally fine. It's a good laugh. I needed Wait, this. We were just like, what just happened? Like, <laughs> Well, at first I thought it was you guys. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I, dude. If if it was my computer, I would I would end this whole podcast. Like I was sitting there, and I'm like, oh, okay, it'll kick back on. And then I'm like, I look down in the corner, and it's just got the world with the oh. X. And I'm like, oh god. So then I was like, maybe it just like overloaded or whatever. So I was like, give it a sec, because sometimes like when the kids are on YouTube, like YouTube just eats up bandwidth. Mm-hmm. So, like, when they jump on, like, as soon as they jump on, it just destroys the internet for, like, five minutes. So, I thought it was something like that. So, I text, I said, did someone, <laughs> after, like, a good minute, I was like, did someone take out the internet? That was me. <laughs> I come out, I walk out of the room, and Mrs. Astro's on one side, my sister's on the <laughs> other side of the TV, <laughs> They're on ladders. I don't even know what the hell is going on. <laughs> so the Hispanic thing to do is start unplugging everything and then plug it back in. Of course. So, okay, so the TV wasn't working. Yeah. <laughs> so we unplugged the internet. But I didn't know it was. A- do you we have streaming so TV? Back there. Yes, but she needed to restart the television. She was going to unplug the TV. 
But because she didn't figure it out which one, she just started unplugging all of them until the TV <laughs> turned off. I'm going to text a picture so you can see how many freaking cables he has back there. This oh sounds God. like a cable management and labeling issue to me. Well, I know if... But I'm the only one who ever touches this stuff. See, you're, she doesn't hear me defending her right now. I was trying to Wildcat, Wildcat is defending you right now. Thank you. He said I should have labeled everything on the power Thank strip. you. I do this because my wife has made me. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Astro. So we were talking about Yokovich's your, your insane run here. Now listen to this mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. Obama Snow, Chargebug, Gligar, Licky Tongue, Pelipper, and Shadow Wishcash. What is one Pokemon that that team absolutely does not want to see? Okay, say it again. We got Obama Snow, Charge a Bug, Shadow Gligar, Licky Tongue, Pelipper, and Wishcash. It's one Pokemon is strong against four of his his Pokemon. Think Caleb Pang. Bastion? Yeah, Basti's going to demolish Obama Snow. Going to demolish Charge a Bug. It beats. Um, Pelipper really hard and it is really good in the licky. Guess what he faced in the grand finals? No. A freaking Bastiodon and still won. That's how good Jakobovich is. is. Wow. Like the one Pokemon you're looking at is like, oh no, please God, don't see that. And still manages to win. And oh, let's see. did Did he play Rocket Claire? Okay, he didn't have to play Rocket Claire, at least on day two. But not only did he beat Triple Crit once when Triple Crit running a Basti, he beat him twice. Because he played him in the grand finals, got a bracket reset, and then won the bracket reset. Wow. Like, just freaking insane. Excuse me. Taco Bell's coming back to say hi. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. Toquero Taco Bell. But yeah, just absolutely freaking insane. Like, dude, I can't wait for Worlds. Like, I can't wait to, for some of these these battlers we don't get a chance to see. And, and it's the same thing in TCG. Like, what Matthew was saying when you were gone is it's not just Go that's getting screwed in these other regions. It's all of the different things. And People still want to see it, where regardless of whether we could understand if it was being, you know, cast in local languages or not, we would all still watch it with it on mute and doing something else while we were, you know, listening to something else. Yeah. Like, um, I know you right before the um, my wife unplugged the internet. <coughs> um, you were saying that uh, you know why they should like have at least like a grassroots something that can stream whatever. They used to do that. They in used Latin America. Had, that's how they had all their streams, yeah. and every um, event was streamed that way. And even like right before, like they started doing their streams in North America, there was multiple streams, like companies, like different sites or whatever, streaming regionals uh, outside of the Pokemon Company. So I don't know why. Maybe because now it's more of a production um, that they want to be able to control, you know, the the production and who's casting and things like that versus, you know, whatever. But um, at least 
record it and then put it back out. Like if you're not gonna like fully like uh do a full production, you can at least have the matches recorded. That's actually something they're doing in VGC right now. Is they're actually instead of you know just putting out the entire stream, play is actually cutting up like the big battles of VGC and putting them out as separate YouTube videos. Oh, yeah, that's which smart. I'm loving. I'm able to just go hop to like we, we'll talk about Wolfie later. I'm just gonna go to hop to Wolfie's battle and watch that battle. But that's not the only thing going on in Go. You know, we had we had the Knoxville Regional. Uh, we also next week have Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Um, in North America, we are on a giant break. We have no yeah. more North American regionals until Orlando in April. Yeah. Wow. Well, that I believe is because we have EUIC. EUIC is coming. There's all. Um, give me a second. Um. Uh, there's EUIC and there's other events in Europe as well. Europe has things going on next weekend and EUIC as well. Yep. And then I and, think there's an event in Latin America as well in Brazil between yeah. now and then. And then I know for the TCG side, we have rotation. So that's like a big thing that's coming up. Um, I don't remember who I heard it from, but there may be something like that going on for Go. I mean, you got end of season in February. End oh February. yeah, that's that's what that's what Dina was saying. It's not rotation, but yeah, uh, and, and the big thing with the I'm, like I understand them not planning anything for the, the second and third weekend of March because season would actually roll over on the first, and that would be a nightmare to manage. Yeah, so I get it, but it, it's going to be weird not having a bunch of regionals to talk about. If only we had other battling things going on, maybe, you know, on a frontier of some sort. About damn time. (laughs) Uh, Matthew, let's start with Trace. How's how's Trace doing, buddy? Trace is doing all right. Uh, We had a tough first week, and honestly, I think it was just like the rust. Like, it's been a long time since there's been like a competitive format that at least like we've competed in. I know like there was the first cycle of battle frontier. Uh, we missed, we, we didn't sign up for, for it. So we, we didn't make it, but got the, got the new team stacked and, uh, we had a tough, tough first, first round. We had a buy last week, which I'm so thankful that we did because I was in full TCG mode for that. So that, could not have come at a more perfect time. Um, but we're uh, getting it on and popping this week uh, against Wicked Weaviles, which is going to be like a rematch from the first like, or the last season of factions that we competed in. So well, Wasn't that the team you ended up beating to, to clinch your promotion, technically? Uh, no, that was not. We played Wicked Weaviles, I believe, like week... Actually, it was pretty early on, if I'm not mistaken, because I was making like the videos and stuff. So it was it was pretty early on. Was that when I played the old? I had to fill in for Ultra League. No, 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 no. Um, I no, no, no. You didn't. I don't believe you oh, filled in for Ultra. Yeah, you year. didn't. You didn't. I didn't play it at all. You no. You played one match. You played okay. one game. You you right. filled in. You did your job. You got a, You got a point. 
That's all we needed. So, uh, but no, it was uh, probably like the early, early in the week that we, uh, or early in the season that we had played them. So, nice little rematch. Hopefully, we'll be able to take it down. I know that I've already been messaging their captain. Just, you know, the, the pleasantries that you exchange. So how's the uh, how's the main squad doing? I know uh, you have some new recruits, and my boys on mute. Ah! Yeah, uh, we we have some new faces, new faces, but we also have a lot of the, the old OGs here as well. Still, uh, week one, we we won nineteen to two, and week still that? didn't fis- finish week one and first because really. We're in the same pod as Elite TMs. Yeah, that's going to be tough. <laughs> um, they beat Electric City week one, 20 to one. Yeah. And then we played Electric City this week. Okay. And went, uh, won 17 to four. Or last oh, week. you guys yeah. did play last no, week. We okay, last gotcha. week. that makes sense. Yep. Um, This week we have Wing Attack 2. Okay. So they are currently one and one, I want to say. Wing attack. No, they're two. They're two and zero right now. So you know, good good matchup coming. We're 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 moving a lot of parts around because a lot of people have a lot of crap going on. Like I didn't play week one because I was busy getting the flu. I mean, yeah, um, yeah you're busy like dying. <laughs> no, no, week, no. Week one, I was. I was fine. I was in Chicago. That's right. Working like six a.m. to That's midnight. Right. Like, yeah. These guys can tell you the week I was missing from the Discord. It wasn't just the Discord. I was missing. Like, they didn't hear from me at all. Oh shit! One random they got one random picture when I was fully suited up, and that's I it. Up nice, did looks very spiffy. But uh, I play, I stepped in week two because Dino and Blob were going to be in Charlotte, so we had to, so now um, Dax is in France, so we're just we are flipping pieces around nonstop. Oh <laughs> but you know it's working out. We because we have a really good team. People can step into different places. Yeah. Uh, you know, we confessions is stepping into ultra league and just absolutely killing it with the enchanted metas. Shoe uh, has been absolutely killing it up in master league. Doc is being doc. So it really good team. I'm really excited about where our, our outlook. I, I think we definitely should be competing right side by side with elite teams the entire season. Okay. So we'll see. Like I said, we know how good elite teams are. Yep. So it's, you know, I, I literally, I looked at our pool and I was like, shit. Cause I, I was afraid they were only going to do one, one promotion per pod. Yeah. Or per pool. And then they come out and it's like, Oh no, we're doing two, the top two per, and I'm like, okay, okay, we're good. We have, <laughs> we have what we need. Cause I, can we beat them? Yes. Can they beat us? Absolutely. It is literally going to be a, you know, a, a that's going to be, that's going to be a good match. We don't play them till week seven. Okay. Wait, that's the last week. That's the last week. Oh, shit. Okay. So it very well could be for the pool. Yeah. Which is yeah. going to be fun. But I, I'm loving having it back. We're, we're definitely still like you guys knocking off the rust. Yeah. As far as, you know, getting on chat and battling and coaching. and Yeah, the website's still a little clunky. Like, I'm, I'm really thankful that they have created the platform just like... The next step needs to be just streamline and simplify. Did you see you don't have to go to the bracket to get to your team center anymore? I have not checked that out, but you can go to your team page. If you go to your team page, you get to the team center now. 
Oh, thank God, dude, because that was a nightmare trying to navigate that. Yeah, that that was nice. Uh, and, it, you know, we don't just have, you know, our team formats. Solo formats is back, and I, I nicely done with the Sovereign Breakdown. It's almost like Astro didn't realize what this was based off of. I still don't realize what it's based off of. And he even competed in the meta. Do, do you remember what we called the Neutral Cup? Is that what this is? Except for better. That can't be better. Oh, no, it is because I had, you know, a lot more help creating it. Yeah, I was like, you had some <laughs> other big brains <laughs> behind the operation this time. People couldn't just learn run Charge a Bug and Lantern and win? Because they're banned now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to you guys talk about it last week. I'm like, like I could hear Matthew's like I could tell Matthew's like I know this is familiar, but I he couldn't think of like the why and Astro it just fully over Astro's head. No, no, I wasn't gonna give you credit because I wanted like the mental torture to just like be driving you crazy, like that little kernel, knew, that little he nugget. Knew I wasn't gonna get it, yeah. so he could just do whatever the hell he wanted. <laughs> Look, the bonus episode was enough mental torture. You two, how the frick did you not get Stilix? Or I'm sorry, Scizor. I have no idea. Steel pincers. I mean, like, to be fair, like, I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about either. But you didn't even say Durant! You said frickin' Pinsir! (laughs) 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 I literally, I was screaming, you were right. That's the part of the game. That's part of the game, man. Like, (laughs) I did miss the first one, though. I missed Arcanine. I thought it was Rabidash. Yeah. Which is a good guess. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, Sovereign Cup, it starts on Monday next week. Uh, you guys did a great job breaking it down. We don't need to go any further into it. But what we do need to go further into... The Dominion Cup. Let's go, baby. I, I, I've got to get my local instance of um, PV Poke running. I forgot to start it. <laughs> so, so, allow I, typings? Dark. I, have a, I do have a gripe about this. Oh, I guarantee you, I figured you would. I figured you were going to be giving me really far down the down the um, rabbit hole for, you know, things I banned. Mm-hmm. But you know what I got to say, Astro? Hmm. It would have been the number one in the middle. Yeah. It was yeah. way too freaking overpowered. But uh, allowed types, dark fire, poison ground. Flying, grass, and megas are banned. Good God, buckle up for a list of banned Pokemon. <laughs> it's almost like I like banning Pokemon now or something. Uh, Vibrava, Dugtrio. Hold Why on, is pause. Dugtrio brand? Pause. Yep. Why Vibrava? I have never once heard that on a banned list. <laughs> it had a hundred battle rating somehow. Okay, I hold on. No I need clue. to look up its moves, man. Like, you gotta what think- the... You got look I, at it. It's a ground and dragon, and look at the types: fire and poison. It's just too good against those types. Yeah, but it's like yeah. it's a glassy thing. Dragon. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Hold up. Dragon breath, mud shot, bug buzz, sand tomb, scorching sands, bulldoze. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> okay. Why is the trio banned? Is it because of the legacy unobtainable moveset? Yeah, you had to have it to make it useful, and if you didn't, I didn't, I didn't want that accessibility issue. Right. Uh, 
And then the Mud Boys. Swampert, Quagsire, Wishcash, Gastrodon, and Marshtomp. This was originally not Seismitoad because it doesn't have the moves to stand behind its type. Yeah, it doesn't have Mudshot. Yeah. Uh, Diggersby, Marowak, Zygarde for very obvious reasons. Then our dark, our dark friends, Obstagoon, (laughs) Greninja, and Scrafty. (laughs) I had to piss off Astro and Dino all in one sentence. And myself, because I like Obstagoon. <laughs> and then Sneasler is banned as well. I can see... Well, no. Because I think if you would have allowed... Like, the whole Obstagoon, Scrafty thing just would have kind of canceled each other out. Like, they just kind of would have just beat each other up. Um, now, Scrafty would have beat the shit out of Obstagoon. <laughs> Yeah, Scra- Scrafty was just, and, and then when you get when I start talking in the top ten here, uh, as always, when this is posted in the Discord, we will post a a link to the Sheets version of the rankings, mm-hmm. since you can't get them on PV Poke, obviously. Right. Um, top ten, Pangoro at number ten, Shadow Palace Wine, Blaziken, Umbreon. Shadow Flygon, Sandslash, Shadow Blaziken, Claude Zire, Zwilus, and Guzzlord is your top ten. How is... Is it just because Blaziken is so glassy? Because I figured pretty much anything that had... Like, I figure most counter users would have been banned because... Toxicroak is also... Not banned, and we're even we're even recommending Mudbomb Dynamic Punch because of all the darks, because Shadow Ball would do nothing and Poison does do nothing in this meta. Hmm. Okay, but Guzzlord. The reason Guzzlord is not banned for everyone's like, oh well, what if we didn't have that under fifteen? Zwilus and Guzzlord fill the exact same role and literally have almost the exact same battle rating, ninety five point four versus ninety five point three. That's why we kept both of those in there. They kind of yeah, filled yeah. the same role, and Zwilus has had a community day. If you don't have a Zwilus, I'm sorry. I like this. I like the typings of this. It's I, very... It, it was a simple based meta. Uh, expanding out there, Palpatode at number 14. That's your first mud boy. Um, Scythematode at 24. Hey, Astro, Crawl Dunce in the top 25. Oh, yeah. Mother flipping crawfish. <laughs> Croc. Oh God. Crocorock? At 32. You know what's funny? Hold on. Is that the. That's the final evolution? No, that's the middle. The middle one? I think I still have it. Because <laughs> I built. I know I definitely built the. The final one for some. Crocodile, which is the final, is at 39. Oh, okay. So, going to be a fun meta. Um, we're going to start this one on. So, we're starting Monday for um, Sovereign, and we're going to start this on Friday. So, these will kind of be overlapping tournaments. But for us to get two two go tournaments in a month with TCG and VGC, we're going to have to have them overlapping. Speaking of things that are overlapping, we're we're in the Lunar New Year event. 
Is that why the Oh yeah, that's why there's all these Dratinis here. What what Dratinis? What dragons? This is a freaking year of the dragon, and where's my dragons? I got a huge one sitting right here. I've got like five in my backyard. Have uh, you seen a Jangmo? Because supposedly that's supposed to be rarely spawning. No, I'm trying to Lies. see. Lies. Let's see what's here. I've got a Skrelp, four Dratini. You know a Skrelp isn't a dragon. But it evolves into the dragon. Into dragon poison. This is a this is the poorest Lunar New Year event we've had from thematics in a while. Yeah, There's why is no Fennekin in there? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah. I was wondering, and there's a hop it. Why shuckle? I don't know. Like, but I do agree with you both in that Drampa is the never-ending story. Oh, 100%. Um, Supposedly, we got a bunch of other stuff we're going to unlock if we get a billion nice throws. Oh, you got it. Look at my man. Yep. And it's it's double-moved and everything. (laughs) We wonder why he has no stardust. That's right. But, and we we got some other raids and things that we'll unlock. How, How many nice throws have you guys done? Have you helped out the world? I have not. Matthew, is Pokemon Go still on your phone? I was just like <laughs> opening it up. <laughs> I opened it up and I met with, I became lucky friends with Lyle. Nice! Right after you seen him. Right after he, I he, seen he, him. He did stop by my house and we did a lucky trade. Did you really? And he dropped off the um, 
the Yokohama mat that I'm now Ooh. is my primary mat for my desk. Wh- which one? Which, hold it up. I want to see which one. I, I move it the key. was. I it's the, the ramen one. The ramen bowl like one? The Pikachu yes. ramen. ramen. It's like his, um, what's it called? Mouse pad. Yeah. Like, thing. That's what I use, like, some of my play mats for. I put my laptop on top of them. Yep. And I would have to move a bunch of crap and make a bunch of noise that you don't want to edit out of here. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but if, if if a Lunar New Year's not not enough for you, what about a Carnival of Love? Yo, when when okay. I first well, heard like, this, like I was on. like, "There's no <laughs> shot." <laughs> so, so I was I went through right before we started the interview. I was like, "Let's." I just want to take a peek on what's going on for the show today, and I saw this, and at first I thought like. At first, I thought you were making a joke from it until I actually clicked on the link and saw that they are actually calling this the Carnival of Love. Isn't it lovely? <laughs> uh, what is lovely, though, is if you evolve a Pokemon during this event, you get two XL candies. Wait, what? Yeah. Starting on Tuesday, February 13th at okay. 10 a.m. local. To Thursday, February 15th, if you evolve a Pokemon, you get guaranteed two Candy XL for evolving it. What would this help? Because that's like burning... Yeah, but that's burning candy resources. Candies is nothing. You have thousands of candies for some things. Yeah, but a lot of players don't, or at least like newer players. Like this, this is essentially like losing out their candy to power it up for their ability to get it powered up like... They'll have to re-catch 296 candies in order to... Like, they're burning more candy evolving than... But you get... That's more... So you can get three per Pokemon now. You evolve it, get two, and then trade it in one. So you get three candies per Pokemon plus the catch. Ugh. I don't like... I have a ton of Bronzor sitting in my storage right now. Which is, what, 50 to evolve into Bronzong? How many and bronze then, on candy do you have, though? Uh, like two thousand something. Because even if you have like, yeah, so two thousand divided by fifty. I also like, have twelve hundred rare candy, just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, that that's something you need to deal with. Put that in some mythicals. Put that in some legendaries. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, be productive. You got a Deancey you can put this into, man. Like, um. Heart-shaped furfru is coming back, if you care. Uh, this event. Mm. It's mid. It's always been mid, though. It, no, this isn't even mid, dude. No. I, There's two PvP spawns. I, I think the year, the, the Red Lantern year was good. The Lantern year was good. The, you got Flabaybang, Snubble. Yeah. Roselia and Stuffle. So four, and those are some of those are stretches. Like that's your PvP spawns. Yeah, unfortunately. So Flabebe, and all of your Oricorios will be shiny now. And the North American Oricorio is the worst shiny of them all. There is no, like, very little PvP relevance here. Dude, it's awful. This, this is, is one of the worst ones we've had. Bad. Like, what Field Research, the... Snubble, Roselia, Stuffle. 
And there's a yeah. collection challenge that gets you a Roserade. But what Astro needs, Astro needs his pose. No. You need the love disc tramp, 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 uh, Trump, uh, tambourine. 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 Thank you, Thank you for the save. <laughs> I was having a stroke. <laughs> I was the word trombone was about to leave my mouth, and I was like, "Nope." <laughs> I'm pretty sure it actually left my mouth. <laughs> Imagine Astro was the one who saved us the pronunciation. Uh, also, if you live in, because this is the carnival of love, if you live in Brazil, you get extra XP for catching. All like right. this event is rough. Alright, next event. Is there but anything? if it's, if you thought that was rough and you want to make your significant other extremely pissed at you, you can go catch an a, a incarnate form in, enamorous on Valentine's Day. Fake holiday. Have fun. Play in elite rates. So only in person on Valentine's Day with four time slots. Astro, how, 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 would, how would Mrs. Astro react if you tell her at six o'clock on Valentine's Day, you're going to go out and catch a Pokemon. Well, first she would ask why I was. When did I start playing Pokemon Go again? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the first question, uh, and then she would just she she would she wouldn't say words because she wouldn't need to. She would just give me that look. Um, what did I say? It's the look that kills you, brings you back from the dead, and then kills you again. Fair. Very fair. But yeah, I like I get I, I actually really do understand thematically what they were going for. Cause this is the this is the variant or the um genie that has a heart for a head and hearts on the snake that wraps around its ne its neck. Like get thematically what they were going for. But oof. That being said, you know, if if I'm not busy at noon and there's one close, I may just try to head out for a short lunch break. No, no, I'm not that dumb. Because guess what's going to happen? It's going to come back around. It's going to come back around to normal rates. Yeah. Oh, but 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 um, let's let's see if it's changed. Let's go to PV Poke here. Because uh, last I checked, it, it wasn't. I don't think it was PVP the, relevant, right? It, it's not in the Game Master yet. Okay, well. Yeah, it, it's still not there. Okay, cool. What's the chances this gets put in the Game Master before it's released? Yeah, what are the odds that you, you uh, go out to the park after you already pissed off your significant other and it's just not in the game? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a rough sale. Uh, but what is it is Hisui, Hisui and Decidueye this weekend. That's happening. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is really happening? And, and Hold we're on, talking. Astro, you're on mute. Oh, it's a bird raiden. Bird. Yes, it is. It's a bird raiden. Uh, what is actually extremely awesome, and we're talking about it early because people need to know this road to Sino event. Yep, those time research. The time you get timed research for the legendaries. Yes, specifically Origin Form Giratina and Cresselia. 
you can trade Origin Conform Giratina under 1500 Wait, what? You can trade Origin Form Giratina under 1500 How? So is it higher Wait. at level 15 than 1500 Let me double check. Because I know that we had talked about last week to trade the Cress under... Gira for, Origin... For at, at level 15, it need to be... It, from research, it'll be too high. Okay. Because it'll be 10, 10, 10, 10 bay. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah. At 10, 10, 10, 10 floor, it would be um, 14.5. But if you can get, you know, 6, 10, 10, for example. Okay. You end up under 1,500. So this is not even something you have to trade with, a, like, no friendship level person. We could have Origin Form Caratina in Great League by the end of the month. J j just just to, to scare you a little bit. Yeah, is it good? It's not good. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Sixteen to twenty-seven. I was gonna say it's not the bulky. It's not the bulky boy. It's not the bulky boy in. It doesn't have the same move set. It's yeah, not, its move set is not as good in. Let, let's give it. Let's actually give it Shadow Ball, and Ominous Wind maybe, and see if it. It's it's just shy of 50, 50, 50 wind rate. Twenty versus twenty. What so. what is it? What is its move set? I thought it was Shadow Claw. Shadow, Shadow Ball. Claw, Ominous Wind, Shadow Ball. Okay. If you give it all ghost moves, it is just shy of a 50-50 win rate. Okay. So, it's not ground, but it's one of those things that you would have to look out for. Yeah, for sure. Does Darkrai get under 1,500? No. Uh, could yes, you trade it? it? You could no. trade it under, right? No. Because uh, you can't trade Darkrai. Oh, shit. It's okay. mythical. Damn. Same with Heatran, then. No, Heatran can be traded. It's just a legendary. Yeah. Oh my god, that was you guys killed me last week with that one too. Also, Astro, my daughter got freaking Darkrai right. Or I'm sorry, Matthew. Oh, about the question <laughs> and the bonus. <laughs> my daughter is in the back of the car going. That Dude, sounds like I'm Darkrai. telling you, I don't know these cards, man. It, they sound all dark as shit too. Like it's killing people. Like Heatran, if you trade it with a. Low friendship can get under fifteen hundred. Okay. It is absolute arse, but yep. it can be there. For a limited meta, it could be good. So okay. that's that's the big thing. Also, I need those Giratina wings. You guys are right. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And the Predator helmet. And yes. the Predator helmet. <laughs> Will I pay for them? Absolutely not. But do I want them? Very much so. But yeah, that that's that event. That's that's all the events. Good lord, there's a lot of go news this week. Yeah, I still have coins left from GoFest, so maybe <laughs> I'll use them for that. Well, Astro. Yes. Back in January or, or December, you made a um, bet with us that before we came back from break, you would be at rank twenty. And it's been a while since we've checked in. Oh, fuck. Are we at rank 20, buddy? Did Lyle do it? <laughs> no, he couldn't even do it. So. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Get ready to light some shit on fire. 
I was gonna, I was even giving, I was gonna pay him, and he's like, you're still too far, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yes! No, literally, like, okay, so, I, this is, I literally gave him my phone at Buffalo Wild Wings in Charlotte, and was like, here, try and win with my and he couldn't even do it. Yeah, you're like, you're like, yo, try to get a 10-game win streak. Yeah, he was like, oh, I'll get 10 games easy. 10 games easy. He goes, do you have this Pokemon? No. Do you have this? No. Okay. This is going to be a little more <laughs> than I thought. So here's the thing. I'm not going to choose your punishment. I'm going to select maybe five Pokemon. Okay. And the Discord well, is going to vote on what you're building. Okay. Because you owe us two. Okay. Which does uh, include if you have to grind to get the candies and the dust, you got to do it. God, man. You have to the end of the season to get them built. Okay. Guys, remember, remember uh, everything that you enjoy, Astro created. So, uh, <laughs> let's just keep that in mind when we're picking these Pokemon. Okay. <sighs> but Master League's coming back. Oh no! Not level fifty. No, no, no. He's 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 moved on. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> yeah, like, no. dude, your face was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I purposely did that to, to scare. Uh, I was like, rankings haven't changed in Master League. It, yeah. it, it's still the DGN of Zygarde, Sogelio Core world right now. I'm hoping they do something to nerf that core next season. Cause I've almost got my ho ho best buddied and I need, I, I need to be able to use it and I can't go to master league. Uh, but more fun, the Evo cup. And we got some new toys available to us this time. Was this the dust, dust clops, uh, dust clops, vigor off cup. It was dust clops, vigor off and something Go else. Back. Yeah. Those are still there. They okay. ain't going anywhere. Uh, you also in the top 10 have Chargebug, Primeape, both versions of Dragonair, Zwilus, both versions of Golbat, Dusclops, Hakamo'o, and Vigoroth. It, the Primeape's big, new, right? Primeape yes. is big time new. Yeah. Um, also, something that's not new but actually useful now Togetic. Has two viable moves in Fairy Wind and Steel Wing. Yep. It, and it, Zen it, Headbutt. Remember the Zen Headbutt buff we gave? Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, these two. I'm sorry, listeners, that I left them alone for. <laughs> Uh, no, here, I'm I'm honestly wondering if a viable team wouldn't be something like Golbat, Vigoroth, Primate, double counter user in the back. Like I don't think the rank the rankings don't look like they've changed that much. Like I mean, you got like the move like updates and stuff, but I feel like if you were to just run it back with your old team, wasn't like, it? Wait, hold on. It, I thought it was it was Dusclops, Haunter, Vigoroth. That was one of the teams. Was, I yep. think that was one of the teams. Yep. Uh, Vigoroth, uh, Peloswine, Golbat was another common team. 
Mm-hmm. Machoke was decent. I remember investing in one of those that I never used again. Yeah, I used it to start it and then realized it wasn't that great. Yep. Um, I wasted a elite TM on it um, and then ended up playing that Haunter um, Dusclops Vigoroth team. <clears throat> that mm-hmm. actually could be a little different because I just remember always like the... Uh, Building up, what is it? Build up to two bulldoze, mm-hmm. and then well, now you don't have bulldoze. Vigoroth's even better. Yeah. Um, another thing, you know, another one I'm looking here. We just had a community day that was toxic as as fuck. Chancy. Everyone okay. has the ability to have an XL Chancy now. Yep. The goat. It's it's battle rating against Vigoroth is two hundred one though. Yeah, <laughs> it almost beats um, Primeape though. Oh man, you have a normal type that almost beats yeah, the fighting type. That's that's bad. <sighs> but make sure you get your battles in between now and then, or now and the end of that cup, because after that, um, it's it's double catch cups coming the week after that. Oh, is it Saturday? Um, go battle day as well. The tenth. Saturday yeah. is the Saturday tenth. is yep. go battle day. Hmm. All right, all right, all right. Um, how much do we have for TCG versus VGC? I I, I have a lot because I haven't talked to VGC in a while, and there's a lot that's happened in the world. We'll talk VGC because there's not a whole bunch that happened TCG. So VGC, I, I'm going back three. Re- I'm going to cover all three regionals yeah. here. Yep. Um, not top 12s and all that for all three of them. I'm going to cover winners and, and storylines. So wh- I don't know if you guys, have you guys heard of Wolf Gleek before? Yes. He's so, probably like the, the most prominent VGC The most prominent VGC creator. guy. Just kind of quit competing for a while. Took multiple months off. Multiple regionals off. Dude comes back and just nonchalantly dominates Charlotte. Went 11 or 12 and 1. Dude just dominated Charlotte. Ended up playing the same person three times. The person he played in the grand finals, he'd already faced two other times before that. Whoa. And still just absolutely dominated with a team of Ogreporn Hearthflame, Fluttermane, Incineroar, Rapid Strike Urshifu, Farigarath, and Rillaboom. Now, what's really interesting about the way his team worked, Fluttermane, not the bulkiest thing in the world, and he had double fakeout users in Incinerate, or Incineroar, and Rillaboom. And he had a Follow Me user in Ogre Pond. Uh-huh. So you're sitting here going, oh, you're really susceptible yourself to fakeouts. Nah, fam, he brought Farigarath, which stops fakeout. And then if his opponents were trying to outspeed him constantly, his Farigarath also knew Trick Room. So he could play the speed game or the priority game. Oh, and he just like adapts based on like their just team Just adapts map. based on what you, what you, what you throw on the field. Like, the brilliance of this team, I would have never thought about putting it together. Just absolutely 
insanely brilliant. And why do and, you know, we're used to seeing people using um, Wellspring Ogre Pond. Why do you use Ogre Pond Hearth Flame? It gives you resistance to the fairy moves from um, Fluttermane, which is one of the high, most highly used Pokemon in the meta. Yeah. Like, oh. just brilliant. Dude, absolutely dominated. Um, like all other content creators out there in the world, has a Discord and a Patreon. And one of the members in his Discord said, hey, let me look at your team. And went and built that team. And we move over to Liverpool. And Antonio Sanchez wins with a team of Ogre Pond Hearthflame, Fluttermane, Incineroar, Rapid Strike Urshifu, Farigraph, and Rillaboom. If it's not broke, shift, don't fix it. <laughs> practice, go. But that wasn't the only story that, story that came out of Liverpool. Did you, did you guys hear about the, um, the, 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 the bands, the people that got kicked out? No. Mm-mm. So two players that was on the same team were competing in Liverpool together. And they needed, I can't remember the Pokemon. It was, uh, it was, um, I think it was, it was one of the, um, Ruinous Legends. I can't remember which one, but they needed it. And they're part of a team, like Team BTW, where we're helping each other out and we're talking strategies and all this and that. And they go to their teammate and say, hey, we need this. And their teammate had it built with the proper EV spread and all that and traded it to them. Traded it to both of them. There's currently a glitch in... V in, in Scarlet and Violet, that using Smeargle, you can um, duplicate a Pokemon, which duplicates the original trainer and the Pokemon UID. He traded the exact same Pokemon with the exact same original trainer, stats, everything, to both his teammates. Needless to say, the judges caught on pretty quick and kicked them both out of the tournament. Wait, how did they get caught? So they, so when you sign up, I don't know what the sign up procedure, but do you have the, to? There's hack write checks the, and all that. They do hack checks and all that now. They but do they um, have to register the ID of the Pokemon? No, but once you see the, the same Pokemon with the same original trainer and things and hack checks, once you see it once, and if you see it a second time. Ding, 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 ding. So they probably got reasonably far to actually be hack check. To get, to get, yeah. Yeah. And then, and and from what, everything I've heard, they didn't, they weren't aware. Their teammate, their their teammate just duplicated and traded, and they weren't talking well enough to realize they had the exact same Pokemon. Damn, bro. Like, oof! That that I heard that, and I was like, "Oh, that one just hurts." See that, but hmm. So it was a glitch in the game that allows it to happen. That allows it to happen. But so, you're still in trouble if you exploit said glitch and bring it to competitive competitive tournament. Hmm. Okay. They are cracking down on cheating, and I like. Yeah, it. I was gonna say it sounds no, like it historically sounds- they didn't give a fuck, and now that they're <laughs> now they are starting to. Correct. That's exactly what's happening, and you know what? I don't mind that. I don't mind it either. I mean, like fair is fair. Just like if you're cheating, Do you think it's because 
of the prize money increases across the board? Because this ha- they were they started cracking down last year. Okay, I think it's because for the longest time they didn't take a strong stance, and it almost become a joke in the community yeah. about how bad they were at doing it. And it's always been one of those things in the community that's been talked about as, well, what wins a tournament? Is it the is it the fact that you you gen to Pokemon really what makes a difference, or is it the skill with that team? Is it team building, or is it the Pokemon themselves? Like that's always been this kind of like dynamic. I mean, I think it's driver, not car. It's both. It's a mixture of both. You have to if you can't build the team, why should you get to reap the rewards of knowing how to run the team? Because the other big thing is there, there, a lot of people are whining that that VGC has become pay to play or pay to win, and I'm like. Have you seen Pokemon Go and TCG? <laughs> it's literally about playing. Like, because, and the reason they're, they're, they're making this argument is the some of the best competitive Pokemon are locked behind DLCs. So when we hold go, on. I'm going to read this top 12 to you. Welcome to the franchise. Wait, wait, hold on. They're complaining that a game that you have to actually buy to play is a pay to win. Yes, it is pay to win because you have to pay to buy the game. But then you, you have to pay just... more money to get the good Pokemon. Is what they're saying. You know, not that you know trading is a thing or, or anything. Half of them pay for their Pokemon anyway. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and here's why. So I'm going to go through the top, the, the day one top twelve usage. So you had. Gouging fire. That's the really insanely looking Intei thing. Wait, okay. is this Nox, Nox Noxville now? Yeah, we're talking okay. Noxville. Uh, Ching Lu. Raging Bolt. Amoongus. Rillaboom. Farigarath. Single Urshi Strike. Rapid Urshi Strike. Tornadus. Incineroar. Ogre Pond, Heart, or Ogre Pond Wellspring. And Fluttermane. Of the top 12... One, two, three, four, five of them are DLC locked. Meaning you've had to purchase a DLC to get them. That's why there's this whole, like, people are whining, it's pay to win now. And I'm like, have you seen Pokemon Go? Have you ever looked at the TCG? Yeah, you have to pay for the cards. It's not like Pokemon's just handing out playing cards exactly but people are always going to complain about stuff like that uh what i find here seeing gouging fire i did not expect it to be used and let alone be top 12 like i knew raging bolt was good i didn't get to see any gouging fire no i did see a gouging fire match but i don't think they played the gouging fire uh day two goldango chinglu Gouging Fire, Farigarath, Amoongus, Landorus, and Tornadus, um, Raging Bolt, Single Strike Urshifu for Day 2, not Rapid Strike, which is a little weird from if you guys remember previous mm-hmm. tournaments. It's normally Rapid Strike. Yeah. Incineroar, Fluttermane, and Ogre Pond, Wellspring. So you're starting to see the meta is, is not solidified at all for Regulation AF. Like every single tournament, we're seeing things different. And no, no, Wolfie's team did not win three tournaments in a row. 
You had James Evans, who was a former, I think it's senior world champion and multiple regional champion versus Talar Webb. Talar winning with a Ogre Pond, uh, Goldango, Incineroar, Urshifu, Single Strike, Tornadus, and Raging Bolt. It was insanely good battles with literally absolute RNG, low roll, high rolls happening all over the place. Like things living on one HP, like just fun. Yeah, I know they were popping off a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it was the most I've heard a VGC crowd in a lot of tournaments, like on the stream. They were loud. Yeah, yeah. in person. Like, um, but uh, the runner up had the gouging fire. I see that. Yeah, so I didn't see it get played. It, it did not come to a single game because what targets does it have on the opposing team, really? But it was there. <laughs> um, but that wasn't the only big VGC news for our Discord this weekend. Oh, wait, hold on. I have a question. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Did Incineroar, since it came back into the game, like... It doesn't sound like it broke the game like everyone thought it was going to when it came back, right? I mean, it's been on every championship team for the last, like, four regionals. Okay. <laughs> and where, where's Hasuian Arcanine? Well, they don't need it anymore because now... You have a better yeah. Intimidate. It's okay. top five. It's top five. Justin Tang. Still rocking it's got, it. Yeah, it's got one one of the top eight slots has a thing. Guess how many slots Incineroar has? It's still there. It's still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be spicy, you can bring Suey Narcanine now, which is Come weird on, to baby, say. Keep, keep holding on. Which is weird to say because it was the dominant Intimidate user. Yeah. I'm actually really shocked to see that Whimsicott hasn't come back into the meta. I was expecting that to happen. And it's been nowhere to show up so far. Ooh, speaking of spicy, a Porygon 2 in the top eight, or top top cut. Hmm. Ting Lu and Porygon 2 in the top 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 seeds there. That's a little spicy. Like I have it. like no idea what's considered spicy in VGC. <laughs> Just look at look at everything there and you can what stands out. Chiyu stood out. I was like, oh. Yeah, Chiyu is considered a little spicy. It has better play than Ting Lu. Uh-huh. When was the last time you heard me say Ting Lu on this show? I mean, I know Ting Lu because I know, like, Astro used to play Ting Lu in a deck. Yeah. But, yeah, exactly. Like, you don't hear, like, that's a spicy thing. Porygon 2 is one of those Eviolite bulky Pokemon that people like to bring every so often. But, but that wasn't the only VGC thing that happened for our Discord this weekend. Mm-hmm. We have another, oh, yet another world qualified competitor in our Discord for this time, Seniors VGC. The third Fitzy. But, but what the hell just happened on my Dude, screen? I know the balloons happened again, man. It's the software update, dude. I don't know. I was like. I did the no, peace you sign. No, you hit a button to make that happen. No, 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 no. I didn't hit a P. I did the peace it's sign. This is what happened last time. I was celebrating. And, and then the, like, the like balloons up came and all up. these thumbs up started popping all I'm over. I'm so confused. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, Khaleesi Fitzy 
has qualified for Worlds in VGC this time. Yes. She is our first Discord member that has qualified in multiple events. Yeah. Right, because she qualified in Go year one, and now VGC this year. That's awesome. Uh, now all three Fitzy children are qualified for Worlds, as yep. well as Buckeye is also qualified. So the Fitzy clan, they're going to they're be in Hawaii in force. They are. <laughs> So, congratulations, um, Khaleesi. I, I, I don't think she realized she was going to get the world's competitor role in the Discord, and she was all excited oh, when she yeah, popped up I on her that. name. She's That's like, let's awesome. go! And I'm like, yeah. you're still, it may not be in go, but you're still qualified, so right. let's go. We're happy for you. Uh, BGC News in Polyon Raids. This is, the, this is the last weekend, this coming weekend, to get it. Um, Wildcat, in the future, please tell me you remembered to do this, because I forgot last weekend. <laughs> not because I was playing Power World. I'll try to remember to remind you. <laughs> I, I wouldn't dare play that game, would I? Of course not. Pokemon with guns? Little machine gun Pikachu, let's go. Tune in to the bonus episode for more of that information. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how, how was how was Knoxville's VGC tourney? Or TCG tourney, sorry. Um... Well, outside of our personal uh, <laughs> journey, journey, um, pretty. Ugh. We don't. I don't think we actually got to watch it. To I didn't get to watch. Like, yeah, I watched weird. a little of it. Um, I watched. Okay, so the one part we did watch that was. was- freaking awesome freaking azul and i don't know what round it was but he was playing i think was he playing the guy the gardevoir deck that actually ended up winning i, think I have so. no idea i know he was playing against guardy uh hold on let me look through i think it was so while you're looking that up it was the issues you and matthew just ran into was it was not a weekend for maridon because i'm looking and i'm used to seeing maridon somewhere in like the top you know, eight or nine. And the first Maridon is number 15 this weekend. Was it just a bad Maridon weekend with what other people brought? Is that what happened? I, I'm going to speak from my experience. I know Astro has a, a different one. I know from my experience, it, I still like stand by the deck decision. I think a lot of it was, the lack of preparation for it. And that that's not to say we weren't practicing. It was we switched techs the night before. Like we we had been decided on a ride on for a couple weeks. So we were actually we were decided on a ride on like a week out, but we both had played uh Maridon um in like local leagues and stuff so we're very familiar with it. Um we were going for a very specific tech. So we had been talking about that. We spent the Friday like before the challenge trying to get the cards required for it. And then I was running the the deck um on the Friday challenge just to see like how it was going to flow and sort of like get an idea. Um, and then we were going to like make our final decision that night. And the deck with the tech 
and my games did not function well at all. So we spent like I wasn't willing to throw away the tech idea because I still thought it was a good idea. So we made our like it literally we spent from the moment that the challenge ended, which was like 645. I was like, we're not going out to dinner. We're going back to the the Airbnb and we're figuring this thing out. And we spent from like 645 all the way to like 1230 at night trying to make this tech work before we just scrapped it. And then we just rebuilt the deck from scratch, played a couple games, and then went right into the uh, the the tournament with the new deck build. I think if we had just played with the new deck build for the like few days leading up the night before the challenge tournament, it would have been fine. We were still kind of like figuring out how to play certain matchups mid tournament, which is a good reason why we both ran the exact same deck because him and I were talking in between every single round. And I know for me, uh, Astro like found a way that the deck like could have a more positive matchup against Charizard, which was an abundance of Zards and like his information about like how he played his match helped me win against a Charizard deck that if I didn't know that I, I can tell you right now I would have lost because it was like, I don't like using Tapu Koko, but that card in the way that Astro played that matchup and like thought out how to play that matchup made complete sense where it's just like throw up your flaffies, throw, throw out your single prizes. Do not take a single prize. Like they can only do 180 and they can't one shot anything except for your single prize mons. And leave and them bench locked. All you do is retaliate paralyze with Tapu Coco. And then you just play a waiting game, let them burn their rare candies, TM Devo. They kind of rebuild. They're like, oh shit, that hurt. And then you let them get their confidence up, and then you Devo them again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. I, I was just I was looking at statistics. Like Maridon in general didn't seem to convert well this weekend. It didn't. No, it did not. Um uh it was I don't know. It's okay. So it was very heavy in the Roaring Moon. I was going to say, I'm looking here, 20% of the total points went to Roaring Moon. That is a rough matchup. Yeah. Roaring, well, I think it's like a 60-40 matchup. Um, it favors Roaring Moon, but I think the swing is based on Maridon getting set up faster. If Maridon can get set up one turn faster than Roaring Moon, and this happened with me, with me and Matthew practicing, the he won when I couldn't get up, get set up and take a knockout before Moon. The minute Moon gets set up and it could start knocking everything that you have in your Maridon deck out, even without using Frenzy Gouging. So once you're down in the prize trade, you, it's it's too hard for Maridon to come back. 
because it can't knock out a Roaring Moon unless you have Zap the the Zapdos. Pokemon Go Zapdos, and they don't have a charm on their Roaring Moon, which puts it up to two ninety. Um, so oh, the capsule, a, you mean? Yeah, the capsule. Yeah. So there was a lot of Roaring Moon. Um, there was a good, you know, there's another huge amount of Charizard. Um, everything else, like I, I didn't think it had a bad matchup. Right. You know, it doesn't have a bad matchup going into Lost Box. It doesn't have a bad matchup going into Guardi because of Iron Hands. It can, it can maneuver its way out of those matchups. Um, it does not want to see a lot of Charizard. It does not want to see a lot of Roaring Moon. Uh, and it definitely doesn't want to see a lot of Gold Dango, which <laughs> that was my sign from the Pokemon gods to stop playing uh, <laughs> when I lost and played and lost to a Gold Dango. Um, but uh, I think the only match we actually saw in person, so I found it, it was, um, it was, he was, it wasn't against the guy who won, uh, who ended up winning Regardivore. Uh, he played, it was round 15 against Edwin Orolo. Yeah. Man, if you go, if, if you like watching TCG and you like watching good games, go back and watch round 15 stream. It was Azul and Edwin Orolo. Azul's running Lost Box Kyogre. And to see, I think he still ended up losing that match. He he won overall, but I think he lost. But even barely, lost, like the way he came, he was what he was like six to two prizes. Yeah, he came back, and how he came back from that, like that, just goes to show how good this guy is. Like, it was just, like, it was, like, watching art. Yeah. Like, you know how, like, you guys were talking about Rise, Rise's, like, battle with, uh, who was it? Zuwaku. Yeah. Like, that's, that, this was the TCG equivalent. To see him play out of that matchup, like, even the, the announcers were, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, how is he pulling this off? I know, like, Yumi and Dino were like, we're really hungry, we need to go get something, and then we're like, oh, Azul's on stage. Wait, he's getting beat, and then we just kind of, like, pause, we're watching, and then we stay there for, like, 15 minutes. Like, we're just like, yo, this is insane <laughs> what's happening right food? now. Who needs food? Because it literally came down to the last the four last cards. He's, uh... Aqua Storm from Kyogre. Uh, he he needed to not flip over a Psychic Energy and a Sableye, a Sableye to win. And out of all the cards that he did flip over, of course, Sableye in one of the things. Um, and he knew as soon as he did that that it was it was done. Um, but that was that was an amazing match to watch. Um, I listened to the finals. It didn't sound too. Um, was it the finals that I listened to? No, it was the semis uh, with Ian Rob, and I think it was Ian Rob and the guy who ended up winning in Gardevoir. And 
I've seen a couple. <laughs> if you go back to um, NAIC from 2023, so last year's NAIC, Ian Robb was the finalist against uh, Cyrus Davis. Uh, Ian was running Arc Arc Dura, Arceus Dura Umbreon, and Cyrus, she was running um, Rapid Strike Urshifu. It was almost <laughs> the same thing happened to him in Knoxville that happened to him in Columbia. He just like got had nothing one yeah. game, like literally nothing in his hand. I'm um, just looking at these deck lists real quick. Did, did the card market crash again? Like really hard. After Paldean fates, it did for yeah. a lot of cards. Like, like Charizard I'm, dropped down, Iono dropped down. I'm yeah, looking um, at this and like the the deck list for the winning deck is twenty six bucks. Yeah, because Guardi got reprinted a couple times in that set. They have the shiny version and they reprinted the EX. The same Whoa. the same thing they did with Charizard. It dropped down to like a five dollar card now. Yep. Which is great. Like I it's mean, great for players. Yeah, I just. Wow, I didn't realize it had dropped that hard. Yeah, yeah. great for players, bad for collectors. That's for sure. I mean, no, I actually, as a collector, I like it. The market yeah. was overly inflated right now. Yeah, now now the price drops is for the the basic rare version, not the yeah, 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 expensive yeah, yeah. one. But like yeah. the basic common rare version of these cards, you could get them very affordably. You can get now. them pennies on the dollar now. So, yeah. so I yeah. just I was in shock when I seen like a deck list for twenty five bucks. I'm like, yeah. The hell is this? When did this happen? Yeah, because Guardi uh, just just a few months ago, Guardi was a hundred and twenty five dollar deck. Yeah, Charizard was up there too. Charizard was like one seventy five. It was ridiculous. Because yeah. just the Charizards alone, I think were seventy five bucks. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, oh, I'm for looking... your blinged out deck, they were <laughs> no, no, but no, no. <laughs> the regular Charizards were like twenty, almost twenty. Yeah, twenty five bucks. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm looking. I see. I see. Guardy did really well. I, Lost Box always does well. Yeah. But I, I do see just so much Roaring Moon. This was definitely Roaring Moon's tournament, and like we, we did like predict that coming in. Yeah, I, you guys did say it. I, I, you guys absolutely were saying it heading yeah. into the weekend on last week's show. Do you think with the rotation coming, Roaring Moon is going to become the dominant deck now? As some of this other stuff moves out, or do you think it's going to kill? I think uh, if Knoxville was its its tournament, uh, Dortmund there may be a big uptick. So if it has a chance of winning, it was either Knoxville or this this one coming up after rotation. If things are holding true to what. We've been seeing decks played out of Japan. Roaring Moon is non-existent. Really? Okay. Well, because well, some of the new Pokemon, the new cards coming out, are just so much better. Okay. Speaking of out of region, did you guys look at the results for Melbourne? No. I didn't I put them not. in the tier. Let me let me send you the link because I forgot to paste them in here. Um, talking about Maridon not showing up. A Lugia in top 10? What is going on? <laughs> uh, no Maridon got Yo, points. Not a single Maridon got points. A cloth? A <laughs> sweet Electro plays higher than this a Maridon? Is, this is 
but so this right here, because unless uh, I mean, I'm just looking at Pokestats live. I don't see like an actual because we don't have like the Pokemon uh, percentage. Eight percent of the meta for day one was Maridon for Knoxville. No, for Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne. That's yeah. how Lugia can sneak in to a top ten. When Maridon is that low of a percentage, that's how Lugia gets in there. So, do we think heading forward, Maridon will still be good, or is the meta went past it at this point? So, the way I, I'm trying to see, I used to have the the tweet. Um, they've been tweeting out. Uh, it's Ian Ian Hagee. Who does most of the stuff for Pokemon? Ethan. Over in, Ethan, yeah, yeah. Um, over in Japan, um, he's been kind of like keeping us up to date through tweets, like of what they're seeing at like their equivalents of like region, uh, not regionals, like local cups and stuff like that. Um, I saw from what it looks like. Uh, Chin Pao was huge. I think Chin Pao was like the the most used deck. Uh, that doesn't uh, surprise me because of the way that region typically plays. They're a much more fast pace, hit you hard, hit you quick region typically. So I'm assuming Charizard and Chin Pao would be the most two popular decks there. Uh, yeah, they were. I think those were the two: Chin Pao and and Charizard. Uh, I may not be good at TCG, but I do know a little <laughs> what I'm talking about. Chin Pao actually um, has a really, really, really good place in this current meta. Like, in theory and on paper, it should beat pretty much everything in the meta. It just doesn't have... Um, the like gusting a power that it needs um so one of the things that people uh they were saying um that like uh i heard on streams and stuff like that was now that there's prime catcher like prime catcher and chin pao has like completely helped it gave it one extra card for for gusting on top of you know boss and things like that also escape rope not being in the format changes a lot of things. Um, so if you go, if you want to kind of get like a, an idea of Oh, what, that is right. There is no E escape rope. So this is, I told this to Matthew, and this is actually a very interesting thing. This is the first time since escape rope came out that it is not going to be eligible in standard play. And I think it came out in black and white or, or later, maybe a little later. I know it's been a long time. It's been in there for a while. Um, but I think with those kind of things, um, there's a Plasma lot of storm. Okay. Percent. Yeah. That's, that's a while ago. <laughs> um, with all those things going, path, path to the peak going, like path was such a killer for Maridon. 
Uh, or not for Maridon, for Chin Pao. I killed Maridon too. <laughs> yeah. you, path, you path, you know, judge, and they can't do anything. They can't get energy. Like, it's huge. So with that gone, you're going to see certain decks just kind of get better, and then some decks get way worse. <laughs> um, Maridon will probably fall out completely. Um, I maybe someone will come up with something for roaring moon but i didn't really see roaring moon on the i don't remember seeing roaring moon on uh, the graphic on the graphic uh let me see if i can find it i think if it was it was a very small slice uh hold on i've got his because they also have baby moon in the set they have a non-ex version that's kind of being put in like a lost box situation mm-hmm. so you're you're still gonna have some V's and V Max runnings around after rotation though, but not a lot, right? Most of them are gone. Okay, so this was from uh, a city league, like the first week, first city league after rotation. Thirty one percent was Charizard, thirteen point eight percent Chimpao, and then ten percent Roaring Moon, uh, and then. 10.3% Goldango. Um, but then I think that kind of fell off going through the week. I know Lugia kind of jumped up, but um like Goldango getting in there uh is like this is going to change a lot of how Pokemon is played going forward because Mew is gone. You don't have to worry about Mew. Path is gone. That opens up so many more decks to be a lot more creative and more cards to be viable because, like, in Chinpao or Maridon or, or things like that, it just shut it down. That's why Lugia is coming back. But that's also why Zard is getting more popular, too, or more powerful because you don't need so many techs for... The path like you needed your stadium cards you needed two lost vacuums like mm-hmm. yeah you needed um, all these cars just to get rid of path and now that that's gone you open up your deck to allow a lot more flexibility i think we're gonna see i think in orlando we'll see a huge huge amount of charizard charizard's gonna be like the way lugia was when lugia first came out like everyone's playing it so uh, i think Chimpao would be the next one. I think the biggest fall off is going to be Guardy. I was going to say, because Guardy's going to have to rebuild because it uses a few E cards, doesn't it? So Guardy's main attacker is gone. Yeah. In the, the baby Gardevoir. Yeah. With the Shining Arcana. That's gone. That rotates out. Um, it does have some other things you could kind of put in there. You could probably play some more um, Scream Tales. Or there's a Mawile that kind of does the same, It's but it's less HP and it's less uh, damage per psychic energy. Um, oh, and Talion Urshifu's gone too. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, Rapid Strike's gone. Strike, Thank God, strike, get it out of there. Strike, it's all gone. Um, the one thing that Guardy does have to help is there's a new stadium that heals 30 damage 
off of psychic Pokemon. Was it like Moonlit Hill? Yeah, Moonlit Hill. So Guardy can literally put damage on and take most of it away <laughs> with that uh, with that stadium. But I just think with it just looks like with the loss of you know the Shining Arcana kind of Gardevoir, it just kind of falls off. Lost Box is going to take a huge hit um, because of the trimmers, um, the hand trimmer, or whatever. Um, if you want to kind of see, some, I haven't finished watching the VOD, but last Thursday, Andrew Mahone got uh, one of his buddies and they did some tabletop with uh, the Japanese cards um, from Temporal Forces, the, cha- the Japanese version, threw together some like decks from what, you know, deck lists from Japan uh, and are play- were playing them. I got through like one... He was playing the Iron or Great Tusk Mill deck against Lost Box. And he hits him with the the hand trimmer and Lost Box just falls apart. Um, not to mention that the Great Tusk literally stops them from it makes them think twice about what they're going to discard. It's going to make it harder for them to discard things because it mills up to four cards based off of, you know, if you play an ancient supporter. Um, so, like, if you play Seda and then you do the the Iron or Great Tusk, whatever, it takes four cards off the top of their deck. Oh, shit. Like, that's a big amount of cards for Lost Box to <laughs> <laughs> um so that's uh that's interesting uh the one i was thinking like personally i was looking at and i mentioned this to, to matthew too over the weekend is arceus um i think arceus is going to be huge coming into this because it's very consistent it has a very good ability but you can pair it with not just Giratina, but I've they're pairing it with Iron Leaves. What are they doing about Battle Pass? Well, Is there... Huh? Uh, it's it, Buddy Poffin. Okay. Uh, so it's a watered-down version. Uh, it's uh, an item card that can be used at any time, uh, but it can only be 70 HP or less. Is it 90 HP or less? Or is it 90? Oof. It's either 90 or se- it's 90 or 70. It's a look, it's low. So you can't get EXs off of it. Right. But um, you also can't get that. Wasn't there that one Charmander that just came out that was 90? No, Charmeleon. Or Charmeleon. Was, oh, okay. Charmeleon, Charmeleon was the 90. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Level ball's gone radiant. too. Level balls, yeah. The that the the battle VIP is the one that I I because I know every Zard deck ran four of them. Yeah, most most decks in the meta, except for Maridon, I think, ran for Battle VIP. Lugia deck. didn't either. Do you think uh, no. Great Balls are going to start showing up in decks? Uh, I think. Just, like Nest look Ball- at the top seven cards or something. If you find a Pokemon, you can. I think Nest Ball's still going to be Nest Ball's going to be huge, big. The Buddy Poffin's going to kind of fill that void in a lot of them. 
but I think what'll end up happening for like some of those bigger like that are playing just like EX ba- basics, it'll just be nest balls. You'll run four nest balls. Um, and when you think about it, it kind of gives you more room in your deck. Oh, because shit. My Lugia deck is dead. No, Lugia is still good. I was running uh, Lugia, Star- Lugia Strike. Oh, you were rat- running the single strike Lugia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dang, I'm going to have to re- retool my deck. So, <laughs> don't want to. It'll be Lugia. Um, I think it's like Lugia and Snorlax. Yeah. Um, Matthew, you can't run Blissey stuff. anymore. Oh, we moved on. We've evolved. I'm a much better player than, than <laughs> that, those days. Uh, there's a future box that looks pretty cool. Um, I think going into rotation is going to be very, very exciting. I, I'm just reading an article about rotation, and they're talking about Ditto being a winner. Why? Mm-hmm. Explain this to me. So I, I I didn't think this until I actually watched it in action and how it worked. Um, you can at the beginning if you're going turn one. Let's say you're in Lost Box. You're playing, you know, Lost Tina. You don't draw into a Comfy, but you get Buddy Poffin. Or you have something, or you have Ditto. You get Ditto, you put it into the active. You can now switch that for your Comfy. You can also switch it for a Giratina V. So you can instantly switch it to Giratina V, do whatever else you need to do, and then start uh, Abyss Seeking, turn one. You know, or your first turn, it, it 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 plays role. It's actually it seems it's it seems like it's gonna be something like a tech in a lot of decks, um, that want to get started very fast, uh, to help them get started faster. Like I'm pretty sure you could probably throw it into Roaring Moon, um, so that you can just automatically you know, switch in, you know, grab your Roaring Moon and just it throw it out. Um, similar to, like, how people use Thornton, um, where, except instead of it being in the discard, it's going into the... It's going into your actual deck to switch it out. Okay. Um, it's not bad. Uh, it's going to be very... I think it's going to be very good. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um now that like certain decks and certain things have been gone, it's going to make people come up with some more interesting decks. Orlando is going to be the wild West, uh, because I believe it's the first tournament in rotation or, or EUIC, I think is, I, let me double check that. I think EUIC may be the weekend after Orlando. Orlando is the 12th and 14th, while EUIC is the 5th and 7th. So EUIC is the first rotation. And when does the... Do you remember, when was it, Matthew? March the, 24th? Yeah. 
So it needs to be out for two weeks before. Yeah. So does EUIC fall in the two weeks? No, it does not. So Orlando will be the first rotation. So Orlando will be the first regional, uh, the first major tournament post-rotation. Which means EUIC is going to be very boring. (laughs) Mew! Everyone run Mew and Guardy! Mew and Guardy! It's very, like, if you watch before, um, what was it, before Paldea Evolved came out? Or not Paldea Evolved. Um, was Paldea Charizard? No, it was Obsidian Flames. Yeah, yeah, before Obsidian Flames came out, the regional before, like, you could just tell, like, no one wanted to play that format. <laughs> Everybody was <laughs> like, we want to play with the new cards. Well, well, Vancouver actually happens on rotation weekend. Vancouver is March 22nd and 24th. So they, it happens... On that weekend is rotation. So rotation will happen once the new set is legal. Okay, I believe. I believe that's how it works. Because there's either way, I mean, you're, you won't be. It won't be playable. But I'm just saying that that's the same weekend that when rotation happens. Yeah. So so you'll have Vancouver and EUIC in this old format, and Orlando kicking off the new. Yeah, so Orlando's going to be very, very interesting. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited. I want to play Arceus, Iron Leaves, and see how that goes. And I want to bring back my Lugia deck because I did very well with Lugia. Um, Me and Lugia were very good friends. We had some wins under our belt. (laughs) I'd like to get back on that. Matt, he's like, I'm going back to Zar, damn it. I'm actually wanting to experiment with other decks. So that was okay. that's why I was happy that like we were playing like like leading up to Knoxville, like I was playing a lot of Roaring Moon, uh went back to Maridon. Like I love Maridon, but we went to like a slightly different build with that. So like right now in my game, I'm trying to like play other decks. The downside is that means I have to buy other decks because <laughs> I enjoy playing in person. So Guess what deck I'm playing right now? If, are you? Is it Roaring Moon? No, no. Snorlax. Stall. Oh wait, are you playing? You are. That's right. <laughs> that's right. You Look were, at me. Look at me. I knew it. Yeah. He oh, was oh. building that Saturday night. He's like, yeah. he like got his ass beat in Knoxville, and he's I, like, I'm gonna show these motherfuckers. I signed <laughs> up for the cup. And I was going, I signed up, I was registered to play the cup, and I was going to play Snorlax Stall. I was four cards short, so I was going to wake up early, get to the venue, buy the cards from, like, Full Grip or something, sleeve them up, and play. My alarm went off, and instead of snoozing it, I shut it off. (laughs) And woke up 30 minutes before the cup started. Rip. So uh, I just played GLC. Speaking of tourneys, our TCG tourney starts on tomorrow. Starts yep. when, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday when the show comes out. February 7th. Yep. Um, we had somebody in our Discord step up and is going to send us like 100 plus codes to give out over the next few months. Yes. Very generous. Thank very you, well. Staffordshire. 
Thank Stafford? you very much. It was Stafford, wasn't it? My, my it was. Okay. Stafford. I was like, oh crap. I said, yeah. I said the name and I'm like, crap. Was I'm, <laughs> I've talked to a lot of people lately. Um, thank you. Thank you for that. That's huge. So, you know, if you're a TCG player playing in our tourneys, uh, we're going to spread those out over a couple months. So, you know, we don't blow through them all at one time. But yep. I believe Stafford like we're, a, we're doing like first, second, and third are going to get prize yeah, packs. Probably, like I have some prize codes that, yeah. that I'll put forward. Like I know... A, a lot of people also have some. I, so. I, I'm trying to tear through these paradox riffs I have laying here, so I can finally start opening some new sh- new stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Not streaming in a while has mean I've not opened cards in a while. Yeah. Uh, what deck should I play? Should I should I play something fun or should I play? Uh, I will tell you, I am running it back. With Maridon. I have not gotten enough, so I'm using the exact same build from Knoxville. I have not had enough pain. So I must you more. can more than welcome to play Lugia. Well, you know what we learned about Kink Shaney or, or about or Spice People, Matthew? This is just, just part of that pain kink you I know, have. I know. I can't get enough, man. <laughs> can't get enough. And if you're oh. wondering what I'm talking about, also, speaking of spice, dude, those wings, I ran it back last night. I could not get enough. Dude, wing zone's not even that good. That's what I had to eat for dinner last night. Did you have wing stop too? Let's go, dude. <laughs> They're not even that good. <laughs> no, they are so good, man. They're so good. They're so good. That that hickory or whatever barbecue, man, that, yeah. that thing was on point. Yeah. Uh, you guys making me question my life. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So, uh, as usual, if you want to ask the show a question, you can do it in a couple of different ways. You can be in our Discord, uh, ask it in the You Want Answers seg- section. You can hit us up on X, uh, at BTW PVP Podcast. You can email us, uh, info at btwpvp.com. Go to our website and do the same thing. That's www.btwpvp. Nope. Yes, www.btwpvp.com. Yes. <laughs> I, for some reason, thought we had www.btw.com, <laughs> which we don't. Uh, I don't know what's on that website, so I don't suggest <laughs> Yeah, don't, don't search it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so first question here comes from Bunny Man. What Pokemon do you run because they're... Okay, what Pokemon do you run because they're meta versus those you run because you like them? I struggle here because I find a lot of meta sort of blah and uh, and am regularly looking for the fun, unexpected, good play. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Shadow Sharpedo after the Poison Fang nerf. Uh, first two times I got Veteran were with Shadow Sharpedo. Um... I always run Scrafty regardless. If Scrafty yeah. is eligible, I will always run it. There, there's a few Pokemon I enjoy running. I like running Drifblum. I don't run it very often anymore because it's just it's not as good as it used to be. Yeah. But I used to always run it. Um, if I have a chance to run 
Annihilate right now, I'm running it. Literally running every single meta I can run it in, I'm running it. I took Matthew's team. Oh, by the way, Matthew, I built your team finally. Yeah, you modified it though, right? And put Annihilate in. Yeah, how's it? How's it doing? The meta has shifted hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not not as good as I hoped it would be. Yeah. Uh, I am up over twenty eight hundred finally. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it can't I've be that most, bad. No, I, I I left Ultra League and went back to History oh. Cup and <laughs> using my hey, man, OG. You can't you can't you can't change greatness, man. Like. Hey, hey, look, exactly. That's why I went back to Hisui Cup, where my, my team is just killing it. <laughs> Gallade is, is OP. Honestly, Hisui Cup is rough now for my team. Oh, yeah? Because Gliscor is significantly better. And Gastrodon, with the mud uh, mud slap buff, is actually better. Okay, okay. So, like, Gastrodon is actually a tough matchup for Gallade now. Yeah, but the, uh, Gallade's another one of those Pokemon I think is fun. I, I've got to where I run a lot more what I'd call fringe meta for fun. I don't run just fun things that I enjoy as much anymore, just because I don't enjoy losing constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like our interview. <laughs> I asked I asked a very similar question, but TCG uh, Andrew's response was, "Well, I like to win." <laughs> He's not wrong. No, so, um, I mean, you can't. If you're asking like my opinion from it, like I always run Scrafty if it's available because that's you know my Pokemon. That's yeah, my guy. like like Dino will will do his best to create like an Ash team. Yeah, um, but at the same time, um. I don't suggest going too far off. Yeah. Like when, Sh- when shadow Sharpedo was like a thing, it was a thing that worked. Like I wouldn't suggest using shadow Sharpedo outside of whatever the, the meta that it was working in worked. Um, so, you know, you want to have fun, obviously. So you could go for it. I would also say if you want to win, you may want to make it as close to meta as possible. Excuse me. Uh, next question here uh, is from Staffordshire. I was listening to an old episode today at work and came across a little cup meta you guys did. The fantasy cup. When can we expect another little cup custom meta? Let me cook. Can we put that? Yeah, I was let like, me cook. I haven't. We could cook something. I, I haven't looked at it in a while. I won't say it'll be next month, but let me cook up and see what I can get. Yep. I love little cups. I know some people don't, but I do. They're fun. We're just gonna not allow Miami Doc to play in it, though. We're gonna <laughs> do a little cup meta, which he loves so much, and then just not let him play. So this is what you do, okay? Because he doesn't listen to the show, so he won't know that we're doing this, okay? Ask him. To be like, I'm coming up with a, a little cup meta. Can I see your little cup Pokemon so I can get kind of like an idea of what is what could be run? And then literally just ban every single one of them. <laughs> 
who has more little cup mods built than most people have uh, great neutral <laughs> <Really? so. laughs> and we'll just call it what's up doc <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yeah i may uh, okay i, I I'm, I'm cooking now you yeah yeah there we go uh, uh that's it that was, that's, a show. that's a show man that was fun. nice um all right so before we wrap up, big thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. If you want to gain, uh, wow. If you, I was going to say, if you want to gain access to, <laughs> okay, we'll try this again. Before we wrap up, big thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. If you want to support the show, you can for as little as a dollar a month, which will gain you access to our Discord. Uh, support our team, BTW Network streamers, Lyles Jeff Three, Confessions, Kyle Throws, Mythical Hitch, Evan Seven 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 One Three king alexander and gracie z uh all on twitch our coach's corner supporters blind craziness field super graves herm 13 imolix mosh pit 37 ryan and hood sasha mcgriddle she star one slim sadie two the mustache girl and the snoop nasty tioga patriot uncle b stud staffordshire and unbreakable our btw legends clifford mert day 49 raptor e110 gbl luke 22 Sui and Ryan, King Tom, Rogue King 11, Kittens and High Fives, and Muchman 2013. Our Discord admins, Reyes683, Fish on a Heater, and Lyles Jeff3. Uh, for more exciting content, you can find us on YouTube, BTW PvP Official, or on Twitch, Beginner to Winner PvP. Uh, be sure to follow us on X uh, at BTW PvP Podcast. Uh, you can email us info at btwpvp.com or you can head over to our website www.btwpvp.com which has a link to everything that I had just mentioned uh, plus uh, links to our friends over at the Roundtable Chat Tops. Uh, if becoming a patron isn't something that you can do and you want to help out the show, you can continue by spreading the word, giving us a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Um, we really appreciate all the help. It does uh, the support, and it really does help us. Um, also, uh, if you're listening to this before whatever, uh, I don't know what day. Is it going to come out the same day or like the next? No, it'll probably be the weekend, to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, later on this week, uh, look out for the the uh, bonus episode we did with Andrew Mahone. Even if you don't want to play TCG or like TCG, it was still a great interview. Uh, very entertaining. Uh, and finally, thank you all for listening to the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. I'm Asher Zombie 954 I'm Matthew Breaker. I'm WildcatDad17. Till next time, good luck and get good. You know what I was thinking? One week after the show, we should just have nothing after the sound for like a second of silence just to see if anybody says anything. It was like, where's the extra? <laughs> 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.